What's up, Thunk Tank listeners? What, what? It's me and Joe here. Uh, we're in my car. We just had a few beers. Uh, you probably shouldn't say that string of words in a sentence. The car beer thing? Yeah. Um, I just started over. Really? <laughs> no, I, I don't care. I think we're fine. Yeah, we're I had good. two beers. We're going to be fine. I feel great. Um, so uh, thanks for downloading the podcast. This is our episode on politics. Politicaling. I don't know. We were kind of avoiding doing this one for a while. It's a whole fucking thing. Uh, yeah, we just needed to get it out there. We need know? to get it out there. We've and... touched upon a lot of the topics that you'll hear in, in different episodes and different iterations. And so we really just figured, let's just really cover this stuff a little bit more in depth once and for all. And, of course, it raises other issues, as you'll see. But I think we do a pretty good spread, right? Yeah. So um, I, I let me just start. I wrote a... a a blog post out to sort of accompany this episode. A Luca Festo. <laughs> a Luca Festo. Um, just because, like, as I was thinking about, like, hey, we should do an episode on politics, I also thought, like, man, this gets so fucking complicated so fast. So it, it's it's pretty good. I didn't read it. Yeah, th- I mean, so there's one review right there. <laughs> uh, we we sort of actually switched our website up, so it's um, it's over at a WordPress thing. You know, you'll get the link from from wherever with the fuck. Oh, shit. We're going to do with this. Do we know the name of the... It's thunktankpodcast.wordpress.com. I knew that. We just wanted to have like a better looking website uh, where we could... Uh, it's sleeker. Post the episodes and like also like word. maybe make some blog posts that accompany them or whatever. Like, share, and subscribe. So that's what's going on with this. If you uh, want to get into, let's say, the details of of sort of the views I tried to express on these political issues, I would go there first. Um, we'll have it all sorted out for sure. I guess, you know, the podcast was sort of the conversation wandering version of it. Well, whereas there's just, there's just so many, uh, like topics to touch upon again, you know, the vibe sort of shifts between, and it's hard to sort of, um, go into enough detail on any one of them. Right. Yeah. There, there are topics we cover that probably deserve their own episodes themselves. And we probably will do that at some point, but I think we, we did a pretty good job. We also reference the essence of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, political polarization is really sort of what it was about, right? I know going in, we wanted to mostly focus on just calling out dogmatic and like, yeah. like extremist, extremist yeah. thinking from any angle. Yeah, any end of the political. And there's spectrum. no shortage of that coming from the right of politics, but uh, for full transparency, like most of what I write about and, and what we talked about was calling out some of the dogmatic thinking that, that is coming from the left currently. And, you know, that can be a tricky thing to call out these days. You know, it's very common for anybody criticizing the left to sort of be kicked out of the left. I consider myself part of the left. Especially because so you're saying. For the so you're saying type reasons. So you're saying? Uh, you know, Do you hear my voice shaking, Luke? Like very deeply progressive people get called racist, bigot, sexist, Nazi, fascist, like all these words just get thrown around and they end up meaning nothing at the end of the day. So I think we kind of wanted to just like throw in our two cents and... I threw in three cents. I threw in I threw in like 10 with the amount I wrote. I was on a plane <laughs> to uh, Colorado and uh, it was like a five hour flight and I just like started writing and just like kept writing and writing. And it's, it's a bit of a long blog post, but... Um, it, it helped me sort of like think through the man. issues. Uh, so like a lot of events that we reference in the episode, um, 
you kind of want to know the backstory to it. Things like the Evergreen College controversy, uh, Middlebury College, uh, the James DeBoer memo from Google. Those are all names. So if you don't know any of these type controversies that involve like so-called SJW things and I mean, look into it. There's plenty of links attached to this episode. Yeah, and if you go into the blog post, you'll get sort of the details of, of where we're coming from. We're not bad people. I hope that um, even if you disagree with us, that the, the primary purpose of this episode is to sort of promote healthy conversation, uh, promote the idea that you can disagree with people without making them into like evil people. You, you do realize that's exactly what a bad person would say, Luke. Uh, so you're saying, I I got him. I nailed him. (laughs) So Joe regularly in this episode, uh, uh, points out the truth, (laughs) morphs into the character of, uh, of SJW Joe. I don't know. That's hard to say. I'm not not familiar with that term. And, uh, it just sort of like corners me into the classic. So you're saying, you know, um, makes me a troglodyte instead of, instead of trying to be an independent thing. That sound like a European chocolate. That's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, look into the backstories of things uh, of these things if you don't know about them already. If you do know about them, you'll you'll be able to follow the the thread of the conversation pretty well. Um but uh am I missing anything? Uh please Did check we... us out on Patreon. Okay, so uh if you want to support the podcast, uh we have a Patreon, patreon.com/thunktankpodcast. It's also in the links. For for as little as $1 uh an episode, which you get high fives all around. You know, at most $4 a month. We'll never do more than four episodes a month. <laughs> we definitely won't. Usually, as of lately, we've been pretty busy. Sorry if we haven't been getting episodes out totally on time. But, but we put so much work and quality into each episode. It's hard to do one a week. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what's going it's on. It's a lot of drinking. <laughs> it's a lot of drinking, yeah. <laughs> and thinking. <laughs> and thinking and thunking. Uh, hey, that's how it goes. So uh, please consider supporting us on there. Uh, we're... We're close, I think, uh, any day now because I have an Amazon gift card. I, I'll be able to get um, a microphone that I can use, and, and now Joe won't have to use his clip-on microphone. Yeah, uh, there may or may not be clothespins involved in the making There's clothespins, and, and there's all sorts of shenanigans going on Socks. right now. I mean, we have a mixer, which has been helpful, but it's also on the fritz. It's like an old mixer that goes in and out. So for the first 20 minutes, uh, my audio in particular was a little bit weird and then for some reason it started working so eventually we'd love to uh save enough money aside to get like a new mixer that that fully works uh that's where like support will go uh also it'll potentially in the future go into like better research and just kind of more time finding cooler guests yeah i mean the amount of beer we'll be able to buy for a hundred dollars an episode yeah, think okay. about it <laughs> We'll get more beer than we... <laughs> there is a $100 tier. I don't know what the rewards are, though. I think it. the reward description says you're insane if you choose this tier. Yeah, it's like, don't pick this don't tier. Don't pick this, you don't idiot. Yeah. yeah, you hit your head. You, you, you need medical attention immediately. So this is a bit of a serious one for episode for us. Like, um, Oh, yeah, it is a bit... Uh, terse. I think about if you, if you really uh, enjoy us fine. more for the, the humor and the silliness, about halfway through, I got back from a bathroom break. Uh, or Joe did, whatever. Oh, is that when you were talking about gonorrhea? So, well, the booze really hit us, and <laughs> and uh, we we finally like settled into a swing. Yeah, I think a the first, a especially the first twenty minutes, we were just like tiptoeing around this politic episode. We had no idea like how I to start it. I, w- I wasn't drunk enough to say things that are on the political record. Exactly. You know? 
So. Uh, I may or may not have announced my official uh, candidacy for Congress. Oh, yeah, we did nominate you. Um, and then, yep. like Joe mentioned just before, something about a gonorrhea drunk tank came up. I have... I. I don't know exactly. I gotta go back and listen. Yeah, we gotta listen to the details. Yeah, it's Uh, it's all in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's all there. uh, Hopefully you stick through this more of a serious episode. If you kind of want to get the full context, check out the episode links. And if you want the full kind of details of what we think, uh, please check out the blog post. We'll be posting more and more content on the blog. Um, And and hopefully it's just a different way to engage with an audience. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, good conversation means, you know, how do you disagree with people? How do you understand people? How do you have good faith conversations instead of bad faith conversations? This is, I think, the the, the sort of central uh, idea I wanted to hit on. And I think it's what podcasts are great at, long form conversation where you can understand people and disagree properly instead of straw manning and, and all that bullshit. Yeah. Did we get it? Like, share, and subscribe. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Number one way you can help us, you know, I know not everybody can donate. Just share it with at least one person you think might like it. Oh, yeah. Sharing is huge. Sharing is huge. It reaches a a critical mass achieved and then, you know, who knows what can happen. And then the monkeys are eating coconuts. Exactly. That's a sentence. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enjoy the episode on politics. What's the title of it? Uh, We said something about politicaling. Politicaling or thunkrection? <laughs> That's not going to be the title, but like we're going to. We, I'm going to go home and figure out a title. All right, All right we'll, we'll mull on it. We'll mull on it a little it. bit longer. Yeah. All right, Joe, get out of my car. Okay. See ya. <laughs> Peace. Night. All right. How do you hit stop? Attention, humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay. You ready? Oh shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome. To, come into our. Come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking, and we're thinking. <laughs> And we're thunked. <laughs> oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. And then you're good to go. Alright, we're live, guys. It's official? It's official, yeah. What what have we not been doing this whole time? I didn't hit record until just now. Oh, they knew. Welcome, they knew everything. everything. Uh, yeah. Welcome, uh... People to the Thunk Thunk Tank podcast. Dear God, you are rusty. This is going to be a long episode, man. Late night edition of the Thunk Tank podcast. Wait, Um, welcome the animals too, not just the people. Welcome anybody. If you're a dog, if you're a cat, if you're a snake even. What about the aliens listening? Uh, I don't know about snakes. They freak me out. Yeah, Yeah. no snakes. Uh, Wow, you're drawing a line. He's already drawing lines. So speaking of drawing lines. Already. uh, Thunk Tank podcast is officially... Gonna do a political episode. And go out of business. And by officially, I mean, like, we're just gonna actually talk about our opinions in politics and not just kind of, like, throw them out there secretly on the topic of something else. Well, we've we've touched upon it. We've dabbled in various hold, hold capacities. Hold on, you can't, you can't say, hey, we're gonna do a politic episode and then try to qualify it, because I sense that's mean? the next thing coming. 
Oh, we're not like, qualifying Hey, don't it. get offended if we say something you don't oh, like. Oh, I did want to qualify it a little bit, and um, maybe we'll even do that in an intro that you just heard. But yeah. um, well, so, we, we should say like we're not political scientists. We don't obviously not that. Yet. But I don't know if people think that or or know or don't know that, right? Um, so they could tell. <laughs> I mean, it should be rather obvious, you know. Well, Joe, let's just start at the fact of, like, why were we hesitant to do a, an episode on politics, would you say? I mean, I would say on a, on a very just sort of macro level, um, probably a lot of what we're going to talk about, which is kind of this, uh, this culture of, it's almost like gotcha-ism, right? Where yeah. there's, it's so easy now with, uh, this sounds like such an old person thing to say, but it's so true, right? Like, it's so easy to take a clip or a quote or whatever out of context or within whatever context that it was happening at the time and then characterize or mischaracterize something as what it what it really isn't and it's you it's, can re you can recontextualize anything sure, yeah. said now and it's it's much and it's it's one of these things that like we we see i think we're going to get into it pretty deep that it happens across all spectrums right and it's not productive to actually getting at the real issues and the real problems and you know, ideally the real solutions. Right. So for some reason... Um, and that's why we're wary of it, or aware of it at least, right? Well, so <coughs> so I think, I think generally it's really popular to criticize the right in America right now. And even though a lot of the tactics that I think I'll probably be criticizing about, like let's say mostly the left um, in, in this episode... Uh, it's equally used by the right, you know, but there there seems to be a strange. Let me just start off. I wrote like a bit of like a, a blog post kind of thing that I'll find. I'll find a way to uh, um, a treatsy of sorts, right? Put it somewhere where we post this episode. I don't know exactly where, but we'll 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 get the links out when this episode is published. Um, yeah, because I was just so confused by politics and by trying to have opinions of politics and stuff that um i felt like i just had to start writing it down and i was on a plane on my way to sh uh not chicago why did i colorado i knew it was a c <laughs> you, you had it at c yeah um and i just started like stream of consciousness like writing but that's useful to sort out your own it thoughts. really was and not it felt like i was letting that. a load off my brain yeah. and then later um i went back and sort of like cut and paste things and organize it roughly yeah. into different sections so but that's I would, how thought should be anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, what one, I realized, wow, it's been a while because I've been out of grad school for two years, over two years now. Wait, really? Oh, God. <laughs> what, have, what have you been doing? Uh, making money, brother. No. Podcasting. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Thunk tanking. <laughs> um, selling so, soundboards yeah. now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, started working on my struggling uh, startup soundboard yeah, yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. We've got one, but it's it's a little Make bit a progress. That's an ongoing <laughs> Make a joke. progress. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, so, like, I've, I realized how good writing is to sort of not only organize your thoughts and whatever, like, but it's also, like, you don't even really know your thoughts until you write them down. Well, and it becomes, like you said, where you started reorganizing them. The same thing that we've talked about in previous episodes about... I think this actually comes up in the Vonnegut episode, this idea of self-editing or, or editing one's own um, identity of what reality is or existence is. Editing, or their, yeah. yeah. their place in existence or how others work into that. 
the ability to edit that is that's everything, right? If you can't do that, where are you going to go from there? Right. It's going to be a really hard battle for yourself if you can't edit your own programming. Right, right. So the themes that I, um, I sort of try, when I organize it, I put it in order of like what I feel super confident in. Mm first and i wrote longer things about that and yeah, then that at the sense. end were like the topics in politics where i'm just very suspicious and i had more questions that i don't see being answered you know yeah so but like, that's the way you should organize it right i think so yeah. and i even said like i wrote a yeah. little intro i was like i i'm pretty much like there are a few things where i feel yeah. close to 100 percent confident in 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 like the principled thinking of it and then things where i really don't know if i even fully understand yeah whatever's going on which but... is a hard thing for a lot of so people this... to admit which i think is the problem of what we're going to talk a lot yeah. about right yeah yeah this this whole conversation is why i didn't i don't want to do a politics episode which <laughs> is it's so scary that we we're all i could tell by the way we're talking we're all terrified we're going to say the wrong thing and it's going to ruin right. everything i mean we're not just ruin the in, podcast and we're, which, we're qualifying the whole we'll, episode we'll still qualify. johnny you're yeah. right it, it and, ruins careers and you could say the wrong thing at minute 37 but spend 20 minutes putting it into a context that yeah. makes sense but that's not what happens. And then it could spill over and ruin your regular life. Like not just our podcast that no one listens yeah. to, but right. it could also ruin like you're, you know, someone, someone could get angry and like call your job and tell them that you raped them or something. You know what I mean? Someone just gets offended and just overreacts or decides to take you on or take you like people can ruin lives very easily. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's why I don't want to do one. Cause yeah, I'm definitely scared too. Cause that's a normal reaction. Like humans are a tribe so, of mon monkey people as we've talked about. And, we react to tribal pressures like this when, you know, everyone's upset, freaked out about something. You, you, you learn to be aware of it. Can you say that with a few more oohs and ahs? Uh, I don't want to appropriate monkey culture, so I don't think it's right for me to so anybody make that, oohs and ahs, Joe. Check your humanoid, your, your homo sapien privilege. I'm not saying anything as per your point. Yeah, see, I just tried to make a dumb joke about not being a monkey, and I probably probably lost some people there. <laughs> you and, you've lost half and, our and, subscriber base, and I just got a little scared too. So let's try <laughs> to do this for a couple of hours and see how it goes. Well, yeah. <laughs> so one of the funny things I I noticed. Uh, let's let's zoom out just a little bit. For there, there's going to be some people who know exactly what we're talking about already. Like if they've been following, I don't know, politics in general. Um. I wonder if my mic cut out. Following politics in general and or, um, you know, they're aware of terms like SJW. Yeah, there are some terms that are probably worth defining like that because I definitely know people. I, I think I was talking to somebody recently and I mentioned SJW and they just, they legitimately were like, I don't know what that means. Sure. So how, how do we uh, sum up this shit? I would say, I, I mean... Definitely check out wherever I post this blog thing because it's Well, really, we'll have some links too, for sure. Yeah, that will help. I guess the reason that I, I found like the blog form of this, like like writing it out to be useful is what Johnny was just saying. I'm sort of like setting up a structure of thinking where it's like, you can't go, aha, you got me. You uh, know? But I, is it too early to bring up the Google manifesto? Mine? No, the the the, <laughs> oh, the programmer guy. Actually, yeah. no, it's not. I think the James Damore memo. But that's a perfect example of is that. Is literally a textbook example of what can happen. Yeah, and I mean, regardless of what you think of it, like that is what happened. Like, there's this, there's a couple quotes where if you take them and you just look at them, 
you can you can take those and then say you know take it from there say whatever you want about the guy right right so i guess basically the the theme of this episode is going to be like um i i think extremism or or um ideological thinking of any kind is just bad it's, oh we it's... were supposed to have that clip of what oh we only the sith deal in absolute oh yeah i was gonna find the the youtube <laughs> clip of like yeah, that's uh, Disney property. You don't want to fuck with them. Yeah, uh, politics no, aside. Oh wait, they do own it of all now. The you're Disney right. Yeah. To appropriate, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, oh you're going down, Disney. bitches! Oh. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, corporate Mickey is not to be trifled with. Right. I mean, M Man. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, it's like, I I guess my main gripe with the left is. Joe's smiling at me like, go ahead, make your next move, punk. I, I should well, say... No, hold, should... hold on, yeah, we're not, we're not setting this up. We're just diving right in. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would say the problem with discourse, you're talking about the state of political discourse and how people that land on different spots on the spectrum are getting so much further apart practically and they can't talk about anything Yeah, anymore. like the people themselves, not even the politicians. So yeah. I, would, I would... A lot of people can say it's a lot of different things causing it, but... Uh, well, it probably I, is. I, I'm inclined, of course, but I'm inclined to think it's mostly just the fracturing of, uh, like, opinion and context, like we were talking about. Like, you know, if people are starting with different sets of facts, you know, well, it's like trying to argue with a flat earther. They or they're trying to, you know, they're convinced already that the world's flat. Right. So you can't present any evidence. Well, you can't present any evidence that will change their mind, right? And neither can they. There's no way a flat earther could convince me. I have to be on. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, unless that, I. That was an well, interesting there is. Point if I went up in a rocket and it was flat, I would believe it. But. Well, that that was an interesting <laughs> point you brought up, like in an earlier episode. It might have even been like a beta episode where you said, um, "Oh, a great yes, way to start yes, a conversation yes." Is to ask the other person what evidence would I have to present to you in order to get you to change your mind? And to your point, if a flat earther wanted to prove to me that the world was flat. There's an amount of evidence they could provide. I just legitimately don't think it exists. Right. Obviously. But in a hypothetical... You can ask in a hypothetical scenario, yeah. what would you have to do? If the answer is still no, then you're totally lost. If you sailed me to Antarctica and then we launched off a rocket past right. it and it was just like a, a waterfall like in the Thor movies <laughs> right. going exactly. into space, I'd be like, well, shit, I might have been wrong. Right. But I'm pretty sure if we did, we would just crash in Antarctica and die. So. <laughs> right. I, and and I'm, I'm fairly confident as a matter of fact. I, I'm, I'm 100% yeah. confident. They're 100% confident of the opposite. But Right. But um, Well, I would argue that even um, even something like Flat Earth, that you might not be 100% confident. That, that the Earth is flatter actually, than it is. Actually, I first isn't. heard this from you, Johnny. I, I, I don't know if you heard it from somewhere else, but I, I put as the, the, the first main section of what I wrote out, it, I named it like editability or something like that. And the idea is whenever two humans are connecting and talking, right, mm -hmm. trying to work some shit out, let's say, uh, it's like, well, our two choices really are let's have a conversation and figure shit out or let's get violent and see who wins. Mm. And so and that's probably preset going in oftentimes, right? It's well, like people I mean, go in but like not enough, wanting like, to what, change. What are the alternatives besides that? You know, well, there's a whole spectrum between them of how long do we talk and at what yeah, point does true. it turn into that's violence? Right. So yeah. it's a scale. So the question you, yeah. you brought up when we did the episode on conspiracies, Johnny, 
was mm-hmm. um, if you want to find out if you're in a bullshit conversation with someone, oh, meaning bulls- are you are you in detector? a conversation yeah. that is a dead conversation? Is it useless? Right. Is it going to go anywhere? Ask an ex- them an one question. Um, be- before you even get into the whole thing, ask them, what evidence could I present that would change your mind? And the key question is, is you're asking them, like, is there any evidence, real or hypothetical, that could get you to change your mind? If they say no, then what's the point of talking? Right. right? And, and the answer should yeah, always be yes. Like, there is, there is an amount of information or amount of, like, proof, in, again, even as a hypothetical, but... The proof's in the pudding, as they say. <laughs> But I think to your point, it's it's an interesting point of like what what angle are people coming from? Like it's not always about ideas, and I think this is the problem with like we're we're starting to get into with political discourse where it's about winning, right? It's about these extremist ideologies on whatever side of a spectrum you are. You see them on, yeah. Of course, you see them on all sides of a spectrum because on in any you know group of people or or philosophy or mindset or something like that, there's going to be normal people. And there's pretty much going to be crazy people. And some of them obviously have a lot more. Some Sometimes it's just people going along who are, you know, in it for the wrong reasons. Other times there's people who are very, you know, to the point, like, crazy about it. Like, they're going to push it to the end, to the extreme, to the max as much as they can. Well, they think in it. They, they just literally think in black and white. And, yeah. and you can't reason with someone who's like, this is. I don't mean that racially, obviously, by the way. I just mean it as an expression. I mean, you brought it up, but go on. <laughs> uh, Joe's going to be slipping in and out of character of, like, uh, devil's advocating. No, I'm just going to be pointing ad- things out. Ad- can you ma- use that word like that? De- devil's advocate. So, Joe, we were talking yesterday uh, about, like, oh, yeah, we're doing this episode tomorrow. Uh, what 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 angle are we taking? Like, whatever. And, like, we kind of settled on, like, yeah, well, obviously <clears throat> there's problems on the right and... and you could do a whole, yeah. a whole, you know, hundred episodes on that if you want. I mean, fucking Donald Trump's the president. Like, there's no well, shortage before of we, before there. Before we dive into left and right, just right before, I just want to get like say one thing that uh, the, what, I, what I meant by like things are fracturing are people used to I, at least I think from what history I've studied when you talk to older people that are still alive, people used to try to figure out what was right and then try to convince someone else that you're right. Whereas now it seems the growing focus is on figuring out what's right and then being right or, well, or bring making that rightness happen. Yeah. It's more about but, being right. But is it, yeah, but is that really growing or is it just we're all so connected with social media? That group is louder. That's a really, really good question. not a growing That's minority. A really good question. But what if that doesn't matter? What if there's, even though you're a small minority percentage wise, it's still, there's enough people of a mass that you can affect change and disrupt things and fuck shit up. So like that's the worrisome thing well, that maybe it yeah. isn't as big as it seems, but it's still but it's just still as bad of a problem. Well, and that's something that we've yeah. talked about too. Like the loudest voices aren't always the most voices. They just seem like that. And the internet only uh, magnifies the quality yeah. of loud voices being too loud. Yeah, and but the, the problem with that is that that can catch on. Like that can seem like, oh, this is what you know, this is what these people are about. For 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 you either being a part of that group or you distancing yourself from that group, right? And that just—I yeah, mean, if the majority of people are convinced that that's what the majority of everyone else right. thinks, then yeah. that is what it, that's, it becomes a reality. But that's a know? problem. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a problem <laughs> with us as people. 
but it's yeah. also specifically a problem right now. But I, th- I, th- I think things are getting crazy. But I think like what you're saying, like social media and and like internet connectivity in terms of like social media, that that seems to be proliferating that. Well, that issue. it almost seems like For sure. Um, if ideologies and 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 sort of political bubbles of thought, let's say. <clears throat> Because maybe there, there's a category before the ideology is officially like this hardened computer virus in your yeah. mind. But also, who defines like who defines that? Like, like you were saying, like SJW. Well, I, w, it, like... it doesn't matter about that definition. I'm just talking I, uh, on the social media front. I think that just you can see an ideology as like a life form in itself, and it it almost is able to feed and grow, despite maybe low numbers. It's able to grow because of social media, because of Facebook, oh, absolutely. You know, well, look at look at coming coming back to flat Earth. That, that you'll be able to find people who think that, even though maybe that's one out of a thousand people in any given you know location of a thousand people. All of a sudden, they're all together online, and it seems like oh, there might be something to this because there's this group with a hundred thousand followers, and again, they have their own motivations for being there, but. That is the same as like Planet Fitness members, and like right. we know that's a real thing. Planet Fitness is a real place, so maybe the world's flat too. Like this yeah, is so how Johnny, this stuff snowballs. Before, when you said, "Oh, one hundred percent," like uh, I know the world's not um, flat or whatever. I think I think you would say like maybe even ninety nine point nine nine nine, but there is evidence that I could present that would change your mind. I would assume, right? Yeah, yeah. I realize I don't think it exists. I'm 100% sure it doesn't exist, but if you presented it to me, right. you know, I want to be like, that's the devil creating an image. Like, I don't believe right, it, or whatever yeah. people use to right. convince themselves of, of science, like not believing science. But, so today, you know, it, or, you know, I might be insane. You might have drugged me. Who knows? You but, might be insane regardless. Well, uh, yeah. I think I wrote that at some <laughs> point. I was like, hey, I think all humans are insane, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, What's one of the ways we keep that insanity inside our mind at bay is like reality checking it against other humans' realities. Right, which are varying. And and, and in that sense, reality right. is a negotiation of yeah. all the crazy shit we have in our head. We meet and talk about that. And the reason we talk about it, as we already said, is that's way better than the alternative, which is just violence and yeah, domination. Just, and, and chaos in, in, to that extent. But that comes back to, as well, this idea that, and, and I think people lose sight of this the more extreme they get, is that they kind of isolate themselves from that connection and they forget the fact that it doesn't matter who you are, being human is fucking hard for everyone right and right. that's true for ide- people within certain groups but it's even if you take it on an individual by individual basis within certain groups you're going to find people who have been through shit like right. real shit on an individual level and people forget that when they just categorize you as part of this group that they disagree with well so i think one of the things that i noticed the left does is um Generally, in politics, the left is concerned with things like oppression and fairness and equality. And like like, uh, group oversight, you would say, right? In terms of like governmental regulation, sure. Um, Just generally, well, that that would fit under the quality of fairness, making sure some people aren't getting too much and other people aren't getting too little, that kind of thing. So so now you're describing like modern left, but... Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. I, I always like to take the historical approach to things when I can. 
being the amateur historian that I'm not drinking brandy uh, from his iron throne <laughs> as you want to think the left generally is because the right might argue that they're against oppression. There's been authoritarian leftists that definitely were oppressive. Look at Stalin, you know, well, but that people wasn't that as, as a way to try and get rid of oppression, but then, yeah, course- I mean, that's what they say. And on the right, you know, a super right authoritarian might say by giving order and making sure the classes stay where they belong, I'm creating peace. Well, that, you know, that, they, that's like it's still the same. Yeah, that's like Hitler, still, Hitler versus Stalin. Like one's like communist. Right. They're just you get the right. similar end yeah. result, though. But right. so, the, yeah, the left is more about fairness, like you were saying, like a liberal, like a liberal used to mean like, yeah, no preferential treatment. Everyone gets a fair chance. Uh, and then, like, if you do have land, no one could come and just steal it. Like, fairness, fair play, that idea. Uh, That's why the South was Democrat during the Civil War, right? It was. Well, that's a whole different well, so, thing. Like, Anyways, continue. No, but I'm just saying in terms of, like, terms changing, right? Like, Lincoln was a Republican, right? Lincoln was the first Republican president. Okay, there, I, I don't know enough about this. But, like, that's just what I've heard in, in the streets. Yeah, he was the first Republican president because the Democratic Party, we used to be called the Democratic Republicans, and it was the party Thomas Jefferson founded, which was, like, small government, like, that libertarian, liberal mindset where he thought everyone should own land and, and we then should, we should have to vote. Yeah, and you should vote for every, like, individual taxes on stuff. The government just shouldn't get income tax. It should be like, hey, we need to build this many ships, so we want to tax you this much, and then you have to vote on it. Or, like, he had a very different idea, the Jeffersonian idea, and then it just got bastardized into this, like, pro-slavery lobby. Oh, you mean humans uh, ruined it? States' right. I mean, states' humans rights lobby. Exactly. Yeah. But isn't that so, but, so true? So, Joe, when you were saying it's hard to be a human, before we go too far, yeah. I forget who, some biologist I was listening to, evolutionary biologist, it might have been uh, Weinstein. Which there you go. There's some political good stuff inflammation for you, uh, where he was saying you know humans have evolved to for like bad situations. Like most of the time, it was bad. You know, you're right. outside, either looking good. for food or yeah. running from predators. You're so like, yeah, you were evolved. I didn't get eaten by the lion because I pushed my friend in the way. Like, right, you you evolved to to suffer. Where so happiness were these like little things you, that kept you going, but now that w- when humans get too happy, we kind of like need to destroy stuff. Is what I got out of it. You thinking mean, like, about it. When when things get too ordered, like we need to create chaos kind of thing. Yeah, cuz that's what we're used to. That's what we're comfortable in even if we don't like it. It's just, you oh, know, that's how we a, like there's a, that's how we evolve is like survival. Yeah, and we're changed and you don't evolve for your next environment. You evolve for the environment that you just came from, not the current one that's or you know what I mean, the one that's changed. Well, what if I just want to have a bagel? Yeah, there's that, but you know. <laughs> I found what the about solution. Pe- what about when people start yeah. ch- what about when people's choices start affecting your ability to bagels? Then you get up. Then that's something you might get upset oh, over. Shit. Is that going through and the house And then shit right goes now? down again. Yeah. Sorry, what happened, Johnny? Some some static. It's okay right now. Don't touch it. Stop touching stuff. We we have a new soundboard, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but it's 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 a little bit on the fritz. Well, so are we. <laughs> As you can tell by my laugh. <laughs> Hopefully that works. Hopefully the first like 15 minutes wasn't unbearably loud or I mean, soft or I mean, any we, of those things. We can things. take care of it in post. It's fine. We can figure it out. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. So honestly. like left, right has has like shifted independently of like like what's called a Democrat or a Republican. But Joe, you were talking about like, yeah, life's fucking hard, right? And so I've noticed that a lot of what 
the left does is point to all the suffering in the world and then sort of make a claim of, well, because what I point to is true, um, therefore my policy must be like the way to fix the world. Well, that's that's a very, uh, and that's a problem because you want to be very clear with causal connections, right? And, and you want to be clear with just be, because there's 330 million people in a country, there's no shortage of awful stories of suffering, right? Well, anecdotal evidence is always... And that's where statistics comes in. Yeah. I, so anyways, one of the people we'll talk about a little bit in this episode is Jordan Peterson. He's, um, I guess you can say this accurately now, a controversial I believe, uh, figure. I, I, I believe his actual name is So You're Saying. Um, so I've been reading his his new book. It's like oh my god, you have a book with called you? Twelve Rules for Life. What is that? It's it's Luke's. It's, it's Luke's a book, Johnny. Where's the USB port? Into. <laughs> <laughs> the cult of Peterson. So um, w- one of the 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 paragraphs I was just rereading a little bit today. Um, is about. I'm lobsters. just going to read a, a second of it. Um, uh, Above all, he alerted his students to topics rarely discussed in university, such as the simple fact that all the ancients, from the Buddha to the biblical authors, knew um, what every slightly worn-out adult knows. Life is suffering. If you are suffering, or someone close to you is, that's sad. But alas, it's not particularly special. We don't suffer only because politicians are dim-witted, or the system is corrupt, or because you and I, like almost everyone else, can legitimately describe ourselves in some way as a victim of something or someone. It's because we are born human and that we are guaranteed a good dose of suffering. And chances are, if you or someone you love is not suffering now, they will be within five years unless you're freakishly lucky. It's very uh, vonnegut it is very vonnegut yeah, and yeah. it so this is coming – that's actually in the forward. He is kind of like a clinical Vonnegut yeah. rather than an artistic yeah. Vonnegut. Yeah, in some yeah ways. true. So um, anybody who doesn't know Jordan Peterson, we will yeah, just link at least a, a video. <laughs> yeah, um, there's plenty. I'm not sure exactly – you know, like when I first started hearing about him, I remember thinking like, hey, I'm down with this. Like I really like um, – what I'm hearing, and then only later did I realize like the controversy that was like surrounding him. Yeah. Um, but just to the point of the suffering thing, I see at a lot of like, let's say the one in the news most recently is like gun rallies, right? Like the March for Our Lives that just happened. I um, heard of that. At like Black Lives Matter things, like these things where, where, um, you see a lot of angry people and what they're pointing to is a lot of suffering and it's like fair enough right but then it's like um if you go and converse with these people who are angry about something and want to see change and just start asking valid questions like what are the statistics of this what is the evidence you have that x policy or this whatever policy will actually work um you often can't even get that far into the conversation before before the conversation just shuts down and it's over. What you've asked them? Um, so I have had some personal experience with, um, let's say, interactions with radicalized or SJW type people on the left. Yeah. Um, 
I've had like instances where, so Johnny was talking right at the very beginning of the episode about like, yeah, we just didn't want to do an episode like this because we just felt like we didn't want to talk about it. And one of the things that I've hated about having these thoughts in my mind and not liking what I see about politics Mm -hmm. is that one of the main thoughts is, you know what? Fuck it. I don't feel like talking about it. I don't feel like dealing with the problems. Yeah. And that shutting uh, down like a is numbing, a it's a numbing effect, yeah. which uh, which exacerbate, <laughs> exacerbates the issue, the problem. Exactly. And makes it hard to address because as people become aware of it, it's just too overwhelming so that you can't get past that inertia to, to change anything. Well, and it drives people to exactly. the fringes, right? Well, because people don't know that there's reasonable people in the middle trying to reclaim and I, and dialogue. I, and ironically, that's one of... I, I've, I've heard Jordan Peterson say this time and time again, is that... His whole thing is, and he says that he's done this time and time again, is to draw people from going to the alt-right. Like right, he gets accused of being there. alt-right, but it's yeah. like, he's actually, um, you know, like you just said, drawn people away yeah. from that. Um, one of Jordan Peterson's main... Um, uh, one of Jordan Peterson's main... Um, Points points let's say is uh sort yourself out right um oh yeah take responsibility take responsibility so so but luke now the i already know the i've watched a fair amount of these youtube videos too i already know the the response that you're saying is well you're a young white male you're his like main audience of course you like what he's saying you you know so how do i respond to that how do you respond to that and saying like, well, you're, that's another reason why you're wrong. You don't even realize that he's alt right. And, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're supporting Nazism or whatever, like the super extreme reaction would be. Sure. So well, doesn't it suck that that's the thought that pops into my head when we try to have a conversation well, about this what, stuff what, is what, what the most is extreme the actual, response yeah, could take be. Take the actual issues on an issue by issue basis and see what he's really saying. Right. As opposed to just like, Oh, you're, this. that's the ideal approach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, a couple of things and and johnny ex- exactly right which is one of the one of the things that's been so annoying about trying to think through politics is it ends up hurting my brain so fast and i think part of it is and this speaks for all of us like like we're all good people so our instinct is not to be <laughs> johnny goes eh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know johnny's not entirely convinced what I mean is I like can't, I can't remember the last time I've been in a soup kitchen, you know. Well, other I mean, than to eat soup, <laughs> of course that. But like, who the yeah, fuck has? I mean, one of the things I hate about these protests you see, like I was just maybe I'll play a clip from it. Um, the thing that got me first alerted to the fact that there might be a problem on the left was the controversy about the Halloween costumes at Yale. Do you know much about that, Johnny? Uh, yeah, I think I do. The the husband wife couple right. teacher professor yeah. so um yeah, i'll, I'll give a down. very quick sum up of it now maybe and just play a quick clip because i i guess uh the, the it's like uh, a lot of the reason that i felt obligated to like sort of just burp out my thoughts on this is a lot of people that i personally know like you said earlier joe um they think of themselves on the left and they think they sort of retweet articles and this and that yeah but they don't know the kinds of noises that are coming from the extreme left. They don't know sure, yeah. that there are there are student protest rallies where they hold flags of the hammer and sickle, you know? Um, they don't know, like, the extent to 
what the people in Antifa actually believe, you know? And I think if they did, they wouldn't associate themselves with that at all, you know? But for some reason, because they're already on the left, they, they just maybe aren't as critical enough to, like, go find the negative things about it, right? So um, it's like if you're if you're holding a Nazi flag, that's understandably, like, really bad, and, and that should be, like, an ostracized thing like i'm not saying it should be illegal necessarily but like you know you're gonna be hard pressed to convince me of much if you're talking to me while holding a nazi flag right a swastika whatever thing so that's where it gets why is it okay to hold the hammer and sickle flag hundreds of millions of people (laughs) were killed in the name of that philosophy but see this is right where you start losing people because excuse me because that that because that's the whole hate speech versus is it free speech or not? Right. And, and I, I have I mean, a good answer for that. <laughs> Cause, but the, so dangerous speech isn't free speech. You like, you can't incite a riot or to hurt people or destroy things. You can't yell fire in a movie theater is the classic example. You can't yell fire in a theater. If there's no fire and people get trampled and killed, like you're not able to do that. So the argument is that, that speech of the Nazi flag is inciting violence in the Nazi name, and that's why it should be illegal speech. Oh, so it's, it's like it's not a terrible argument, but then the counter argument seems to be, yeah, but freedom of speech is too important to guarantee total safety, which isn't a point you can really make because now you're saying you don't care about people, you know? Right, and that the, makes you and a the Nazi. Problem is that, is that like a lot of things that the Nazis will say may very well incite violence against people. Right, it, they do. If you've, if you've, right. you've seen their track history, their track no, record, they've incited I mean. and v- committed violence against millions of people. Right. Uh, so, of course, it's the, like part the line of the whole can thing. be tricky when it comes to the direct inciting of violence, right? Well, that's like we were just reading before we started the YouTube guidelines. And it, they have guidelines on hate speech. And one of the things is it says, like, yeah, you can't incite violence against people. But it's like... But but okay, so one one of the things that that the, the first thing that pops into my mind with the whole free speech thing, and it's it's the I, I suppose it's one of the things I'm more confident on in terms of like like you said, Johnny, like yeah, like of course I don't think the world is flat, and and it would you would have to really really convince me to change my mind. So I think this is the category of that for me. Um, I know there are fringe examples of where. Um, you know, speeches, and I say directly inciting violence, right? But you have to be careful when you when you base such important principles such as free speech that they're not hinging on very loose factors. So to say hate speech is not free speech, which is a very common um, phrase you'll hear coming out of the left, right? So when people come to speak on a campus, let's say, right. the protests are often, you know, this person's a Nazi, this person's a fascist. By the way, th- those accusations get thrown out to nearly anybody that someone on the far left disagrees with, right? And most often they haven't, they haven't actually heard or read or watched any of the content of that person. They're often just told. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube channels where uh, one is called Flecka's Talks, another one is called Nuance Bro. And Nuance Pro is cool because he goes to both rallies and he just asks people factual questions nice. and just shows that, like, I'm at the Trump rally and 
you know, these people don't seem to know much about what they're saying. Oh, here, I'm at the March for Our Lives rally. These people don't know anything about guns, yet they're really passionately protesting guns, you know. But and he just kind of calls out bullshit on both sides. Let's get back to the point about, like, how we mentioned at the beginning that ideologies, like, left or right, whichever ones they are, like, you're going to have well-informed people, you're going to have not well-informed people, and you're going to have people that are there for the right reasons and people that are there for the wrong reasons, people that are there for power and control. Well, and I would, I would push back that. against that and just say, I don't think I, an ideology is ever a good thing. I think an ideology is an excuse for it not thinking about It sounds like an ideology to this. me, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, my like one <laughs> ideology is you shouldn't have ideologies. That's still an ideology, though. Ideology. So you're a hypocrite, no matter, um, just like everyone else. So I would define an ideology. Hmm. Even, even being open-minded is an ideology. Well, I mean... Yeah. Um, f- I, fair enough. Like, I, I don't care about that definition so much. I mean, when I mean I, by ideology, I mean you mean a fundamentalist, I, someone that has a fundamental that's thing. My, that's my point. Like, yeah, I just so, but I, you know, I could I could probably l- look up a better definition, like political ideology. Maybe like just put that before it. Um, I, but ideology, to me at least, the way. I, and by the way, definitions get tricky. This is one of the ways conversations can fail is yeah. people work off different definitions, right. right? So I could be screaming at you right now about ideologies, but then because we're both normal people yeah. that like, you know, aren't assholes, like I figured out quickly like, oh, you're thinking of ideology as this definition, not right. the one I was thinking yeah. of. And now we're already bridging the gap but between that's our so thoughts. important to be able to define terms because when I hear ideology, I think like, okay, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. Oh, see, I think I think like um, uh, a way of viewing the world that is uneditable. Oh, you think of it in terms of the extreme. Yeah, I think of it oh. as like um, see, this is Marxism but, or. See, so this is a great point. The the fact that just hearing the word connotates different definitions to us. Is Johnny looking up the actual definition? Yeah, I got it. All right, what, what do we so got? Merriam-Webster's is. Uh, a systematic body of concepts, especially about human life or culture. That's A. Uh, B is a manner or the content of thinking characteristic of an individual group or culture. Uh, and then C is the integrated assertions, theories, and aims that constitute a sociopolitical program. So I think the last one is what Luke's talking about. But, yeah. but see, the fact that that's the, the integrated last one. assertions, theories, and aims. That's pretty vague, but direct. No, I, like I think that. that ties into what Luke is luke's definition but the first two seem to tie into my definition but luke i think that's to your point about what part of the problem is is the fact that ideology as defined by that was merriam webster right yeah it, it's basically like what i was saying it's just a a, a belief system in terms of sure. you know, political sure. philosophy okay. or whatever which should be fine like i have no problem with having a conversation with the libertarian i might not agree with everything that a libertarian says but i kn- i'm friends with libertarians sure and i, I, and I, I love under- to talk to them i they're understand yeah. where they're coming from most totally, importantly totally and oftentimes i'm like yeah that's a great point and and i mean this is something i teach too where there's different ways to argue and there's different reasons why you argue it's not always that the person that you're arguing is wrong sometimes yes they have factually incorrect information which is important to point out but other times, it comes down to values. It comes down to, and it's, yeah. well, I think this is worth the cost. I think the benefit of this is worth the cost. And it's like, 
Right. Neither one of those answers is necessarily right. It's just a different system. Of well, values. so you, what you do is you get down yeah. to the fundamentals. And yeah. so I, there are certain fundamentals where you disagree with someone on something. But what I see in politics right now and yeah, discourse right. right now is people don't even know what they disagree and about. And this is the, the version of ideology that you're referring yeah. to. Which it, I'm saying but, the ideologies are talking yeah, to each it, other and it, the people yeah. aren't talking to and, each and other. And again, that's why, like I said, within any idea, like me talking to a normal libertarian much better conversation a much more productive conversation than if i t you talk to anybody from any other group even i mean i i lean more left typically same but i would have a better conversation with a normal republican and i have than i would with somebody on the extreme left yeah pretty much all the time yeah. uh, so like, like i i, yeah. I want to say throw out there too i would love to have a libertarian on as a guest i love talking oh, to them, them about the fda and the cdc that and would be terrifying great. privatized versions of them yeah i want to see you so and I, I would love just... to have that because i'm actually yeah. pretty libertarian in a lot of things but it just sure. falls apart at other stuff like you know well there's a lot to, there's things a, like that yeah there's a lot to it but there's also a lot where i'm like wait a minute also this and it's actually but th yeah, yeah. they they tend to be like I don't know. There's just there's something there where it's like it's less kind of cemented as opposed to like the the harder right. I find. So I mean the the it, yeah, when you say hard right, I'm thinking like alt right, whatever. I'm thinking like oh these God. phrases. Like I don't you know. Well, I, I mean this is where it gets slippery. But, like at what point do you start to say like oh you're alt right now. You're not just right. Sure. Like, you're alt right. Like well this is this is the problem. Like it's well the shit does change every generation. Too. Sure. Yeah. Like, totally. You know you get waves of politicians that people line up behind. And yeah. And it's hard to keep up with what's what. I do think the left is largely to blame for Trump though. Oh, I would. I say think the they left overplayed is, their hand, and they're the continuing to overplay yeah. their hand. Totally. And um, yeah. I, I guess I didn't mention this at the beginning, um, because. I, I called like one of the things in the beginning of this thing I wrote out um, the left and the problem of numbers, because my point is I don't I don't know to what extent this is a problem. I hear it from people who are on college campuses who say this is a fringe thing. It's it happens once in a while and gets a lot of media attention, but it's not a big deal. Like the um, what, what those like various protest speakers being like kept from speaking, okay. um, Antifa causing like five hundred thousand dollars of of costs and well, damage at Berkeley, like how, you know, how, how like prolific is that actually? So yeah. that's a question I haven't found the answer to. Yeah, sure. I do know that there's no shortage of insane videos you can find on YouTube and various places on the internet that just have like the craziest shit you'll ever hear. And you won't believe that humans are actually saying that in the United States right now. Right. And it's scary to hear, like, it's scary to know that, um, there's someone named Christina Hoff Summers, right? She's uh, known online. I think her YouTube channel is called The Factual Feminist. And she's kind of pushing against third wave feminism and and sort of the more extreme, like, just all men are evil brands of feminism. Mm -hmm. And just saying, like, hey, here are the facts. For example, why would you use the, the wage gap between men and women as as a hinging point of your argument when that's just a dishonest figure? So you always hear the thing, Women make what is it, seventy-seven cents to the it's dollar? Like That's what you yeah. hear. That's what Obama said. That's what Obama said, right? Um, He's the president, so. And but when you when you look true. into that statistic, it's just a lie. It's just it's just a a clear misdirection. That statistic is meant to make you think that a woman and a man working at the exact same job in the exact same position 
on average, the woman makes 78 cents, whereas a man would make a dollar, right? Well, and th that, that gets... That's what that statistic, it makes again, you think, that, right? That, but that's that, not what the like statistic saying, is. That becomes a whole Jordan Peterson thing, too, where, he, and when he's, I've seen videos where he's, like, pressed about this, and he's asked about this, and his whole thing is like, well, yeah, there are certainly cases where women don't make as much as men for the same amount of work, but, like, and, you, you should identify those actual cases, and call them out. Well, and you should also use like actual true statistics and not mislead people with statistics. So for example, that that statistic is taking the population of men and the population of women and averaging right. out their salaries independent of what the career is, independent of part-time versus full-time. It's like of course you would need to level all the other factors. That's how good statistics work, right? You have to know what factor you're actually measuring in any experiment or let me stop you there for a moment. Oh God, Joe's in character. Yeah, you already lo you already lost me too. So you're yeah, saying you're talking too much. You're using too many words instead of numbers. I like simple numbers. That, like that's that's seventy seven cents. That's three quarters. That's a like, phrase. I know how, how much that is. <laughs> is that's, it, Johnny? That's you a know? phrase we should get into as well. The so you're saying. So we talked about that a little bit, but yeah. um, one of the things that you'll hear a lot in in bad um, ar arguments and conversations is you say something and then the person will respond to what you didn't say with something like. Um, well, that, that's oh, the, so you're saying blah, the, blah 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 blah. That's the infamous uh, Kathy Newman Jordan Peterson uh, interview. Do you right? want to do you want to prep that as I pull it up, Joe? Yeah, so. I think that's a good window into. Well, it seems like a poor tactic though, because unless the person's well, yeah. just totally like ob ob ob, like catch them off guard, you're giving them a chance to to defend their point. Which well, that's what I, I guess is is a is a fair thing, but it seems bad if you're trying to gotcha someone. Well, that's know? that's exactly to your point, Johnny. That's exactly if you watch the Kathy Newman uh, Jordan Peterson interview, like she went in with her talking points and not realizing that she didn't do enough homework. Right. Really. One of, one of the um, weird things. So I'm about to play a clip of this. Um, interview that this guy this psychologist we've been talking about jordan peterson he got in a heap of trouble because um canada a whole heap canada <laughs> passed a uh, a piece of legislation called um c16 i think bill c16 is what it was called yeah and uh it basically uh put the use of like like alternate gender pronouns into like the speech codes through um the ontario human rights act and Basically, um, I'm no lawyer, but from what I could research, uh, if you, um, let's say, were to not use someone's preferred pronoun, and maybe someone doesn't even to know what preferred pronouns somebody. are. I, I think it's misgendering. Misgendering. So like if but somebody, I mean, let's say you're a, you're a jerk, though. I think the intention of that law is, let's say you're a jerk sure. and someone transitions and everyone else in their life accepts them and you right. go out of your way to make sure to use their old pronoun, right. like you can get in trouble for that. Sure. That, I think, was the intent of passing it. Well, but so, and Jordan, his main problem, I think, with it was that it's compel a compelled speech law, not about what it's compelling that It was much, less about think, the content of, of yeah, what it was compelling think, and the fact that like the government was passing a legislation that was compelling any kind of speech about anything. Right, because right. he said he and his classroom would address anyone whatever they cho chose. They just had to let him know he didn't mind. He, he always said that, by the way, like from the, the beginning. Yeah, it's not like he's backtracking. I think he was always like that, but he he didn't like the idea that they were passing 
uh, a compelled because that's the ultimate problem of free speech, hate speech. We were talking before is who decides it. Somebody right. has the to definition make the call, of hate, and is that means too vague. somebody will disagree with them. Yeah, yeah. So well, it, it becomes a line scary. that you have to like you, you have to draw, but it's like who decides that exactly? Yeah. And before we play this, let me just like make it clear. Like I like to think of myself as a kind person, and 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 um. I really like um, a way of thinking that I heard from somebody named uh, Eric Weinstein. Sorry, Weinstein. It's very hard to remember that name. Yeah, not not the serial rapist. <laughs> not not Harvey pronunciation. So this guy, um, Eric Weinstein, oh, is someone I've followed for the past few months. And um, he set up um, a way of like, okay, he what he called them were, um, he called them derivatives. He said, when I... Uh, look at my mind, I can sort of boil things down to a few main derivatives. Um, let's see if I can... You don't have I th- it I think I, I think it's I wrote cued. his exact um, quote down. I, well, while you look for that, I had a quote. Yeah, go for it. You got it, Luke? No, okay, so my quote is... Uh, I got nothing. Oh, I thought I caught something. Was the, the I was gonna try to come up with a joke to fill his time. I, I was really, blanked. I was really excited too. Yeah, this episode's not funny. We got to put that in the intro. This is too serious. I know. This can can you crack one. some jokes, Mister Genie? Can you light, lighten the mood a little bit? We we can we can. Um, what was the one the I, joke I, I told I, about? I actually about meant Johnny's to chocolate pie before we started. <laughs> how did that go? I don't really have. Yeah, I don't really have. Any I meant funny to. I meant to say there. in the beginning. Let's make a conscious effort to like keep it light at some point. Um, yeah, but you gotta be careful with politics. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So I think I can do this from memory. I couldn't find it in my phone. Um, the 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 Weinstein thing was he's like I think of of like derivatives. Um, these these derivatives which are like places in the mind when you go really deep into the mind that you you can't seem to go any further, and one of those categories was meaning, right? One of those okay. categories was truth. Okay. One of those categories was fitness evolutionary fitness i mean that in a scientific um i mean that in a scientific way is so eating green toast is that avocado um yeah. so fitness right? right meaning evolutionary fitness means is what i'm doing going to help me survive right yeah and then mm-hmm. um grace was his fourth category you can't mm gain grace you oh. either have grace or you don't you either have, have grace. grace so i don't even mean that kind of grace i mean it in a more so spiritual way a Seinfeld reference. um so the like category of what was the first one i said um grace. uh will i think it was uh dexterity i'm barely holding on here guys I know. I, Luke can't handle the two of us, Johnny. It's not gonna. We got to be honest, guys. We're trying uh, the, the audience. We're trying to do a serious podcast, but we're still drinking beers like we do. In oh, a we didn't even podcast. announce the beers. Yeah, that's true. We, but we have been chugging beers since. And I'm eating a sausage wrap right now. <laughs> is that what that was? Uh, Why is it green? Yeah, it's a spinach. It's a spinach tomato wrap. Oh, beautiful! They're, they're delicious. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Donate to us on uh, yeah. Patreon, and we can just uh, IV fluid ourselves. Just play the fucking instead of having to eat. I just I just wanted to say before the, I play this yeah. thing. Because uh, like it's very easy to search Jordan Peterson's name and find and just find like devil awful awful like, devil horn things. So which I should say I don't agree with everything he says. I think the problem is that everything that you find about him that people have trouble with on YouTube is the wrong things. Right. It's like he says things sometimes where I'm like actually 
I disagree for these reasons. But, but also, if you want to disagree with him, you have to actually, um, like, counter something he actually Which I've seen said. In, in, like, legitimate interviews uh, where somebody brings something up and he says, yeah, fair point. Yeah, and then he, he, he loves it, in it, fact. Yeah. Like, he, you can see the Which wheels fine, in his yeah. mind really, like, almost enjoy yeah. when... Um, like somebody challenges his position and sometimes he'll say, fair enough. I really don't know. And then sometimes he'll say, um, actually, yeah, you might think you just, um, you know, had a, had a checkmate there, but actually blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But on the category of grace. So, um, when you're seeking truth, it's just like, what is, does objective truth exist? And if objective truth exists, then you can, as a human, make one of your goals to try and discover objective truth well and how do you define objective truth though is that just what's let's let's can we just table that for now we can try um that's a big question and then on the meaning front right that's that's what gives your life meaning what are things that makes you feel like life is meaningful those kind of things then you have the category of evolutionary fitness and here's where evolutionary fitness deserves a category joe okay you could have something you believe is true name me something you believe is an objective truth Watermelon. It's delicious. Okay. Somebody has a gun to your head and you know that they're a water watermelon like um you know, extremist. And if you say you like watermelon, that they will shoot you. Now they hold a gun to your head and they say, What do you think of watermelon? Fucking hate it. You're gonna not tell the truth there, right? Yeah, fucking because hate it. evolutionary fitness trumps that truth telling. I don't think it's evolutionary fitness. I think it's I want to survive life so I can eat more watermelon. Yeah, Yeah, but Joe, that is evolutionary fitness, staying alive. No, I just want watermelon. Mm. You're not getting it. And then grace is this category and Eric Weinstein used this category of grace to talk about gender pronouns. He goes, "Um, I will extend the grace of calling somebody by whatever pronoun they might want so long as I feel like they deserve that grace. He goes, it's not an unlimited category where they get to demand that I do what they want. That's just a power game, right? He talk about manners. So it's not so much that it's, it's in the manners. category of objective truth, right? Oh, so you're saying it's more like, I see what you're saying. So it's like... It's like the, it doesn't deserve to be in the category of of... Like, is this objective truth? Because you see people on the left when they're talking about gender and sex and biology... Like they they take the parts of science that they like and they leave out the parts that they well, don't like. Well, it's like as as like a professor where sometimes students call me Mr. Labriola and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, my, you can call me whatever you want. Like, I might prefer you call me this. Whereas <clears throat> if you're on that other side, you like you might interpret that as like, oh, you didn't call me Mr. Labriola. You basically called me dickhead. Sure. And so, like, let's say um, somebody... Mr. L. Oh, I've gotten Mr. L. In terms of the gender pronouns, right? Mr. Labalola. For for some, it's just like a a he becomes a she or a she becomes a he. And it's like, fair enough. You know, I have no problem with that. But there's also, like, lists of of 30 to 50 to 70 different pronouns that that sometimes are constantly changing. But why do you need to legislate so, that? Like, I, have students... I don't think you do need no, to legislate I, it. I, I, I do have a quote I, for this. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying, right. like, I because I have students all the time, like, the first thing I ask them when I learn their names is, like, do you prefer a different name? Sure. And it's What like, do you want to be called? What, like, what's most yeah, natural for you? Yeah, you want to be called Kenny yeah, G. Yeah, that's when you get like, to know I'll someone. I'll call you Kenny that's... G. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's, that's fine. But, like, I, that doesn't need to be... That's just me being like a courteous person. Yeah, so Cur- I go as grace, I go by the equivocator. Yeah. What Johnny? 
They call me the equivocator. <laughs> but you see my it's point? It's a fancy way of yeah. saying I bullshit a lot. <laughs> All of this was just to say that, like, there's controversy surrounding Jordan Peterson, but one key point of evidence, and this is something that people attack him don't admit, which is he never said he would not use gender pronouns that a student asked him to use. Right. All he said was he was against the compelled speech mandates that were being put into uh, the Ontario Human Rights Code through this Bill C-16. Well, so his point would be that regardless of what the compelled speech is, he's, he's against yeah, the it, fact. And, and it just it. happened yeah. to be this. I see. And, okay. you know, he, he does speak out against this because written into the, the law now is um, th- this idea that um, biological sex, gender, and what's called gender expression are totally independent. And it's like, that's just factually untrue. There are, there are cases, obviously, I think transgender is a real phenomenon, but there are cases, I, I mean, there are cases of that, right? But for the majority of the statistics, like your biological sex and your gender are correlated. So the best example of that is that Texan wrestler, right? Who? Uh, I I think, I think started as uh, a male, right? Oh, oh, so you're talking about female, yeah? That's that's a category, and then yeah. won a state cata- won a state championship, but uh, as a woman, I think, or whatever. It was as it the, was a biological details, male but, that transitioned okay. to be a yeah. woman, but that competed in a wrestling. Um, I mean, this has happened with a few different sports, like when you have biological men who then transitioned to become uh women that um are arguing to compete in 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 the women's uh uh division well, and, of sports or can, whatever so, you so yeah as... i'm picking the physical aspect because that's the most like right and so and difference. so like the the to the um to the extremists but on the, the left they would say there's there is no difference like now they're a woman it's like well they were always a woman. Well, if there's they no, they just if, now are expressing themselves. As that well, if there's way. no That's difference, the, the farthest. Then why would you have a woman's and a men's? Well, honest. so the point is, there obviously is a biological difference between men and women. Men, on average, are taller than women. Does that mean there are no women that are taller than any man? No, but on average. That, so that, people that don't good, understand the phrases good, like on average. That was a good. Uh, I, I saw a clip of Joe Rogan. And he's like, yeah, there are women who would like beat your ass like I of know, course like, fighters it's i like, i could name like probably like five that i know that i wouldn't like oh no i know women who it's like yeah, yeah well, they would they would mop the floor with me i would just say the other the argument yeah with the wrestler issue is the on the other side was saying it's not fair isn't that it's their choice is illegitimate is that they had you know 18 16 years whatever of male hormones which cause different developmental right. things than female and that's the science you're saying some people choose to reject right, right. and i think Just to wrap that what, up what what i i guess what generally concerns me is that the left is 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 generally embedded in academics and i always thought of myself as being on the left because the left was the party that that stood by science and science is objective and is editable and all those things and what i notice coming from the left is that they will reject science if it's not agreeing with their ideology. And that's coming back to the definition of ideology is this idea that even if the reality around you is telling you from every angle that you might be on the wrong path, you stay on that path and you force reality to be your ideology. That's definition C though, but it's becoming definition A maybe. Sure. The I, yeah. So, um, right. 
Anyways, this is a roundabout way to just kind of introduce the Jordan Peterson oh, God, thing. Just play the clip. I'm dying, man. But anyways, it. funny enough, this this clip is 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 um, <laughs> she's accusing him of the gender pronoun thing, and and then and is asking what does this have to do with free speech, and and he kind of stops her in her tracks. Um, just to for be some fair, context. in her defense, yeah, Jordan Peterson, he's great, but he gets a little long winded. So and he has like thirty thousand hours or some crazy shit. He does have a lot videos. of content. Yeah. So for her to like wade through it enough to get to like you know, uh, figure it out like, I I get it that she couldn't. I don't be think she waited. She's probably deep busy enough, Well, well, I, yeah, I, I think in this in case this she was told an angle to play and she played that angle. Well, he, and she's he, probably used yeah. to it working. And it totally says, backfired. I've seen in another yeah. interview where he says before their interview they met like in the green room or whatever, and she was like. Right. Totally friendly, like they had a great conversation. Like he was really looking forward to the interview, and then it started, and he was like totally. And then person. she changed on a dime. Yeah, yeah. just like like not right, so what he play expected. It. Yeah. Um, so uh, by the way, this is about twenty minutes into her berating him with everything he says. She says, "So you're saying this? So you're saying that?" Like accusing him of of saying sexist things, and and he's constantly just trying to like tread his path very carefully without like you know misstepping and and. And so, um, finally, at this point, um, she tries to corner him with something, and 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 he really. Anyways, I'm just gonna hit play. Play, play, play. <laughs> um, and this is you got in trouble for refusing to call trans men and women by their preferred personal pronouns. No, I want to ask. that's not actually true. I got in trouble because I said I would not follow the compelled speech dictates of the federal and provincial government. I actually never got in trouble for not calling anyone anything. Right. That, that didn't happen. You wouldn't follow the change of law, which was designed not to once outlaw it was law. discrimination. No, no. Why <laughs> that, well, that's your... what they said it was designed to do. Okay, huh. you cited freedom of speech in that. Why should your right to freedom of speech trump a trans person's right not to be offended? Because in order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now. You know, like you're certainly willing to risk offending me in the pursuit of truth. Why should you have the right to do that? It's been rather uncomfortable. Well, I'm, I'm very glad I put you on the spot. <laughs> well, I'm very glad that I have no, you get my point. He fucking got her there. It's like you're, right. you're doing what you should do, which is digging a bit to see what the hell's going on. So and that you, is what you should do. But you're exercising your freedom of speech to certainly risk offending me. And that's fine. I think you, more power to you as far as I'm concerned. And here's so where she gets stuck. And I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to work that out. I mean... <laughs> ha, gotcha. You have got me. You have got me. I'm trying to... <laughs> I love when he pauses for a second yeah. and then He's goes... He's such a fucking Canadian yeah. right there. Yeah. He, like, can't be mean about it. He's just like, ha. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, oh, I got that's you, funny. I? He's like, oh, I bet you feel silly. Yeah. Like, he just can't. Uh, I wish he was a little bit more of a dick about but, it. It would have been. He yeah. should have been no, like, yeah, no, no. bitch. That would have been I great. I mean, like, yeah, that, that would have been like. <laughs> to go full Jesse Pinkman. That would have been yeah, funny bitch. for sure. I mean, that's that's one angle. But one, one of the things I loved about <laughs> that is you got to see that sh- the whole interview. And, and I recommend everybody watch the whole thing so it doesn't feel like we're putting it out of context or anything. Um, for any of the stories we bring up on this episode, I think, um, like I'm like, I just encourage you to go do your own research about it because, um, uh, when you're in, when you're not, um, trying to deliberately mislead people and you just want the facts to be the facts, like every word I say on this podcast, I am open to changing my mind on, 
right? You can just say it, Luke. We're assholes, so you guys shouldn't <laughs> trust us. What, what I mean to say is here. that, um, like, go watch this whole interview. And in that moment, it was almost like, like you got to see it break. Like, she was just yeah. not even being herself saying what she was saying. And then in that moment, she realized that, like, like the video game broke, like the the, yeah. the rules of the ideology she was well, following broke, and she didn't know what to do because it, she just like it was like a robot that self contradicted well, itself or something. Because the follow up question, she said, because you wouldn't follow the the law, you wouldn't call. And he goes, No, I actually never did that. Did that? Her response was to be, Well, you did once it became law. Like her, she thought that it was a technical thing. Like, oh well, you did after or something, and it was like, Oh shit, no, he's getting me on something totally different. Right, right. Like right. she didn't even understand where he was coming from until until he. He did be like, yeah. Well, well this, this comes back. Just, she, she just this, froze. This comes back to the polarization and the fact that when this just becomes like a power game as opposed to like what the actual problem is. I think what you're, uh, I mean, I don't want to say like what <laughs> she's actually realizing or not, but it seems like in the context of like what we're seeing with this kind of breakdown, like you say, of the kind of like, oh, I got, I'm, I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to get you. And then she realizes that, he got her because there's really not much to it is that what he's been char- uh, or characterized as or categorized as is as this like alt character right and it turns out that he's actually not like he's not part of that he's a first problem. principle thinker well and like and he brings up if you go to the rest of this interview like he's trying to point to like what the actual problems are like when in the rest of the interview like he talks about like yeah, no, there are certainly like women who aren't paid as much men, like much money as men for the same job, and I, I help them, you know, figure yeah. out how to negotiate like it, to get paid more. He's yeah, like, I like how he's like I'm actively studying why. Yeah, and you're calling me a piece of shit for having an opinion about. Yeah, he's it. like, right. yeah, he's like, that's my job. That's like, one of the things that that um that like the main points. He's like, I it realized, is a problem, but that's the problem right. that you want to actually. Point it's like to. no, no, people like him get people to work on. Not only yeah, recognize the problems, but th- they're they're they're. They're smart enough to possibly see the problem and come up with a solution that is actually workable, let's say, something like that. Um, something that I've noticed on the left is that if you agree on the values, right, let's say of equality of opportunity for all people, regardless of race, gender, all these things, right? If you agree on those values, but you disagree oh, yeah. on the methods, right, yeah. then you're ousted, you're out of the club. And one of the things the left does more then probably the right is they kick their own out. And that's right. the first sign of cult-like thinking is when it kicks their extremes. own out. When you're not pure yeah. enough, when you're not ideologically pure enough, you get kicked out. Most of these people that, like Jordan Peterson, like he considers himself a classical liberal, right? Brett Weinstein was um, the guy at Evergreen State College with this controversy all about um, – well, gosh, that's a oh, yeah, whole he, story he, in and of itself. He defined himself as a progressive back in like the '80s, and now he's like, oh, I don't think so. Like, it's scary. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> but he's they cons- all hate me. Also, he, yeah, he, he I think him? he still considers himself a progressive in the sense like he's a classical liberal. Like, but he wouldn't consider himself like on the left. Let's say, right? Well, that's what's interesting is that these definitions change. Like you say, in terms of ideology, it's like how much of the far left is part of. Like, where do you transition from mainstream left to, like, far left? Or, like, 
mainstream right to alt right, like whatever you want to call it. Or define and it. at like, the end of the day, those are just that? categories, right? Sure. And what do I hate about categories the most is that, and and I include SJW in this, and in the intro to this little thing I wrote out, I so wrote right away what SJW is. I wrote okay, I will, but I wrote right away <laughs> that um that I even hate having to use the phrase SJW because I hate the idea of categorizing anybody as anything because what you do is you set up your brain to be biased so that the next time you encounter somebody, well, if they tribal. seem to be like SJW or they yeah. say that, you then you're going to assume yeah. that you know everything about who them. who defines and, SJW? Wait, like, is that a self-identified I thought, it stood for, I thought it stood for schizophrenic Java workers. <sighs> is that not right? Jawas? But, like, like, no, I thought that... That's who, yeah, Jawa workers. I thought that's who I was but, looking out for. So SJW is like, means social it? justice warrior, and well, so there's a few definitions of it, but generally it's it's. But do now, they call themselves that? Um, like, is it a term of endearment, or is or it like, a pejorative yeah. thing? Yeah, I would say is it like being called. I would a pinko say it, or a commie? it it used to be a term that 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 people would proudly wear, and I think some people still do, but it's now also a pejorative term for people okay. who are who are combating against that. Get on Cole, Mary, and then mm. Webster. Can we get a, a ruling on this? Uh, I think Webster is wasted, but I'll see if Miriam's still up. <laughs> what, what do you want from me? That's exactly what I want. Me. Don't tell me. Johnny's like, I got a beer in one hand. I got like my microphone in the other hand. <laughs> yeah, Johnny's right. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm at capacity over here. You can figure it out. I'm at capacity. He, he, I'm at capacity. Um, so I hate categories of all kinds, right? Like if I tell you, okay, let me give you an example. Now, um, in my personal life, I was um, in a situation that if I knew what I knew now, I would have interpreted it totally differently, you know? But at the time, I was just so very confused because I would with... with so what you're saying, Luke, is uh, domestic violence. I've already, I've already blown it. Or not? I've Let's already go. blown it, Johnny. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Yes or no? All I said Luke. was I had a, a friend and then like... I, absolute I, or more absolute. <laughs> Those sorry, are your go, two go options. Go back um, to what your your point was. I'm sorry. If I knew say. what I knew now, I, I I like I've since gone back and and yeah. of course hindsight is 2020, right? Yeah, sure. But well, um, this is how you learn exactly. Like, sure. Those those lines and sort of I would the, have the these like between like them. yeah like vicious like disagreements with a particular person, and it sort of became like an end of a friendship kind of thing. And um, I didn't realize at the time that it was sort of like a um, uh, just a, a like we were getting at before, like there was a, a fundamental difference in in what lens to view reality it, through. It was it was different games, different games, totally different games. And yeah. um, but the tactics in terms that of the outcomes, that were played yeah, against goals. me were very similar to what I see SJWs doing on the internet, which is they don't engage with what you actually said. They project what they quote unquote heard and then react against well, that. Don't, don't you feel like like too to some extent? Because I feel like what you're saying is is it all oh, feels. I have a I have a quote for this. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe, but it explains exactly what Luke's trying to say. Uh, to, okay. <clears throat> oh God. <laughs> he's not ready. Getting the notepad out. Oh, he's got the legal uh, pad. Pe people see something they don't like and expect it to stop, as opposed to deal with their own emotions. Guess what 21st century philosopher said that? Eminem. Johnny no. the genie. 
Ricky Gervais. Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> and his new special, Humanity. It was really, yeah. He had some good points in there. He makes like a, a, a Hitler joke or a G- No, he makes a Jesus joke like a minute and a half in. It's, he, he doesn't give a fuck. It's, it, was, it was good that way, at least. <laughs> he, he's uh, always been like a voice to speak out against bullshit wherever it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, he um, says what he says. But yeah, I think that describes the SJW. What what like that group gets lumped on because you know we're all we're generalizing the fuck. And out I of hate this generalizing. And I think one of the things yeah. that you kind of have is, to have but a that's discussion. What these extremes do. But I think generalize. a fundamental thing that is against any extreme ideology is view people as individuals. It doesn't mean statistics is not real. Like yeah. male and female are two categories of statistics, but it doesn't tell you about anything about how to judge an individual that you're dealing with but it does tell you that that the population of male and female that that there are a bimodal distribution of traits between men and women that was a fancy word you just bimodal means that you know the bell curve there's two statistics it It means there are two bell curves on on various traits that you could curve or, or graph back to the the story i was with these uh former uh friends and um, just to speak to the fact that, that people often don't even, we were at a bar and we were talking to the bartender, having a lovely chat. The guy was really nice, right? Yeah. Checks out. Um, and then the bartender mentioned, oh, I'm going to this city, right? I'll leave all the, you know, yeah, leave, nameless, leave the but, proper nouns um, out. and then, uh, we were like, oh, that city, it's a great city. Like I've been there a lot. Like. Um, blah 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 and we talked for another few minutes about how awesome the city is and then finally the question goes what brings you to that city like why are you going there and he was like oh there's a young republicans convention there and then ghost white turned the faces of these extremist people um that i was with and um then when the bartender went to the back to do whatever they were like oh my god he's a republican like there's a republican here i'm like it what like what? 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 What's? What's the problem? Like you don't know him. He, he. He seems like a reasonable guy. Didn't we just talk to him for ten minutes and he seemed really nice? How like dare he's probably you not just. Understand Luke. He probably just differs on opinion about various things, and maybe it's even a valid opinion. Maybe you could learn something. But it was like it was like oh my god, we just talked to the to the other side. Like yeah. this is insane. I was like oh that's that's the mark of Let an ideology. Guess. Let me guess. So the guy came back and said hey, and the first thing they went again. Dead babies, for them or against them, go. No, it, it was like, more like, oh, like we're just going to be awkward and no. cold towards yeah. that guy now, you but, know. But that's to, to the larger point of like not being able to engage. I thought, I thought that's in, right in any sense. And right? like to me, I get excited to talk to somebody who has a different opinion. Not always. When I was younger, I was different. Like I definitely got yeah. better at it as I got older. Well, um, that, that, it's sort of like I I I, talk, I was talking to you about this the other day. This idea of in terms of. Um, like religion, for example, about how like I've I have such better conversations with because I, I have students uh, where I teach who are Muslim and I have such better conversations with like moderate Muslims and moderate Christians than either of the extremes, obviously. Right. And it's something that I notice in just like the way that they talk about their values, whether they're moral or, you know, ideas of like virtuousness or just like being a good person or whatever, way more in common with the normal moderate people, whether they're, again, Christian, Muslim, atheist, agnostic, than the extremes of either of the rest of their groups. And there's something there. 
There's really something. Well, that I would I, I would argue that's true for other. any everything in moderation. Isn't that what people say? I mean, there's something to that. Well, I what, I think what you're saying more everything? is that that you pick anybody and and choose whichever one factor you might be different on. Yeah. You have more things in common, right? Well, you have more things in common in terms of like. What are you really getting at? Like, what do you really care about? What's your end game? Yeah, like, yeah. what do you really value? And it's like, if you look at that, it's like, oh, yeah, you just happen to be raised as a Muslim or as a Christian or as an atheist or, you know, whatever the case. But, like, if you're, like, a, a, a person who's has their head wrapped around doing the right things for the right reasons and being open-minded and that sort of thing, it's like, I have the same conversations in terms of, like, oh, yeah, like... I, I even have conversations with people where they're like, yeah, they legitimately believe in heaven and hell as like those very solidified concepts of like you go to heaven or you go to hell. Right. In, in different and religions. Different... But they'll tell me like, oh, I don't think just because you're that other religion that you're going to hell, like, are you a good person? And it's like, it seems to correlate with other factors of having conversations with them where I'm like, yeah, I think the idea of heaven and hell is ridiculous personally, but... I can still have a normal conversation with you about a lot of other stuff. Although, comes Although, down to definitions again. Of course, yeah. I, I mean, definitions are huge. And, and in fact, what somebody's describing as heaven and hell from each individual person is going to be different from, sure. from one person to another, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I have a, I have a couple of friends who I, I think are pretty sure the planet's like 6,000 years old. Like, they're that level of, like, evolutionary theory yeah. where they land on that spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and they're like totally normal, reasonable people. I enjoy hanging out with, mm -hmm. but like I just can't talk about the, with the, I, You can talk about it with them. They don't get upset or offended if you're reasonable. But that's the difference. Which I was. I was kind of laughing about. It. I was like, really? <laughs> and like we could talk. About it. I was like, all right, that's cool, man. Like it's fine. But I was like, seriously, you're not just fucking with me. What do we all say right, to our whatever. friends who think the world's like? I just didn't. As long as you don't get hateful and judgy about it, like it's fine. I was just like, oh, okay, it doesn't affect my life if that's really how you. Yeah. How you Are you going to be like, a dick to me? Care. Like. Yeah, like it yeah, doesn't as long change. As you're not a dick how, to me about like, it. Then we, you're not going to suddenly along. change over how, how we, we talk to you with your mic minutes? to yeah, this fine, then. right side because you keep talking to me am and I, then it cuts out. Am I cutting out? Yeah. Right. Like move it to I'm your. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> so Johnny, have you seen that Jordan Peterson video where he gets asked, um, "Do you believe in God?" Uh, maybe I don't know. What do, you, what do you think his first sort of, um, I don't know, you know, like just retort to that without answering it yet was? Uh, I, I have no idea. He said, depends what know. you mean by God and depends what you mean by believe. <laughs> of course he does, yeah. He's but it's a, like fair uh, enough. It's like it gets back to the definition problem of like, yeah, well, what do you mean by God? Do you mean like a guy in the sky, an entity in the sky that's just watching over? Or do you mean like you know, something personal inside yourself or whatever. And it's like all of these questions, like when you get to the really complicated questions, which includes anything political and like how to how to structure a society so that it, it, it serves the most people and the most, you know, you know, in, in the best ways, it, they're complicated questions and it really matters what words mean. And I see so many of these like awful conversations going down online where they're only failing because the people are working off of different definitions and assuming different things and they're just talking past each other. It's like, instead of, you know, actually connecting and hearing this person and then responding and hearing and responding. Well, 
I mean, I think we've talked about this, and we're an example of it, of publishability. Like, we have no right to be able to put our thoughts out. Like, this is probably all drivel, but we have the ability and the technology to do it, and people can find it. So everyone's voice, you know, they all feel that... That power, in a way. That Yeah, or that, that legitimacy or credibility. Like, I, I, I'm doing it. I'm actually saying it. Like, it's just as valid as that asshole on TV doing it. And it is in a lot of ways, but then it gets crazy once you start doing that or you start having that. Well, it, it, it can... Oh, man, shit's so crazy right now. Can, can we talk about... <coughs> let me know. <coughs> We're pretty far in. I want to know when we can talk about actual, like, current politics. Because I don't know if you guys watched that CNN at all. But we're, 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 what is this Monday? But we ju- I just learned last night that uh, President Trump raw dogged a porn star when he was sixty years old in a hotel room, which I is saw crazy. that at the gym. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like I was like, is this Anderson Cooper? Wait, what's the best part is that barely anybody and, cares. It's like, yeah. No Duh. one gives a fuck. But Anderson Cooper is like being like, and did he have a condom? Oh, he didn't. Okay. Uh, so and they just <laughs> like, is like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, oh, What's happening? Raw dog some hooker. It's like, did he have a condom? That like that matters. Hey, hey, she's not a hooker. Well, no, right. prostitute. She took. It matters if his mind is actually <laughs> melting from what syphilis. Was she? she was a porn star that like. From the interview, it sounded like she was uncomfortable and thought she was going to get a TV deal out of it. But that's me projecting. I, I think she just – she's a porn star, though, who, who went to his hotel room and ended up banging him and said she didn't really want to, but she did anyways. So on, on the Trump – It was an interesting interview. On the Trump thing, like how, how, do you, how, do you handle, how do you handle Trump news in general? Like this is just one of like literally like, – like every day is a new Trump headline. That's just insanity. I think his, his kid was like a couple of months old at the time she's alleging it. Uh, it's and, just so much and noise. It's like they might. Him. This might be the thing. This is what people that have been like the, like not my president people since the beginning. The impeach Trump people have been like, oh, this is the way to get him because like if he gave money, that counts as a campaign contribution thing because it helped the campaign. Uh-huh. Like we can nail him on that. Like they're trying to like Watergate it and like find like a way to make procedure like the lot the cover ups worse than the crime. We got you kind of thing. Yeah, people are like actively trying to I, get dude, it. I'm a, it's I'm such a crazy time to be alive. It's board. so hard get, to like, like think about this stuff. So you have At this point. You have the Trump like phenomenon. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's it's so bizarre. Um, Think about, remember in grade school, like going through the history textbook and you see like, oh, all the old presidents look in the 1800s. They had all these crazy beards and mustaches. And then Trump hair. And then, yeah. And then the 20th century, you have like, you know, Kennedy, like, yeah, he banged hookers too. But like, you know, he had nice combed hair. And then, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. And then you get up to like, you know. Can you imagine like, fucking like, Reagan all of a sudden, Trump, or, or you Kennedy? Get a of Trump just like, Ugh! Like on the page, like can you, can you imagine Kennedy and fucking McDonald's on Air Force One and shit? Even like, Kennedy just like snorting coke, kind of banging stuff. Marilyn Monroe, and eating Big Macs. I Wait, well, that, that was presidential. Did. It was the '60s, bro. You well, know? the '60s were a different a, time. That was Mad Men. A different time. time. Trump would have done better in Mad Men. Do you know what I heard sure. said about Trump recently? That was um, it, it was on a Sam Harris podcast. He said if Trump were like half as bad as he is, he would seem ten times as ten times worse. In other words, because Trump mm. is just so unabashedly awful, 
everything it just all the signal gets lost in the noise yeah totally yeah the evangelicals are still behind him it's crazy no his approval rating has gone he up constantly says he oh, constantly says creepy shit about his hot daughter like, where the fuck are these like uh, you know like conservative value republicans where the fuck are they right and so he, here, he's here's on his our, third here's marriage apply nuts. obama yeah. to this story right put it's obama so in this position how does that Which narrative one? name one name any one. of them take your pick how does that narrative play on fox news like five years ago like right. let's be realistic but, but joe here. this really get because like this is a like, common political on. tactic is is to play the hypothetical card is to say somebody makes a truth claim right on one side but I'm and saying, the other side says aha but when your side did it you didn't care yeah. about it so therefore the, the, it's not so a truth claim. i would it's have like, cared if obama had been so really luke the important question here is not how what would like Imagine if this happened to Obama. Is imagine what would happen to the next president if he's a Democrat if this happened. Sure. Because that's really what matters. What if it's oh, not it a scandal for the, them? It happens with the what, left. What if too, we can have? Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, what if what if we get President Kid Rock and he could just get hammered in the White House <laughs> and do a press do a press briefing where he just like you know sings some Guns and Roses and be like, all right, I'm done, and that's it, and like doesn't make. Like, what if we end up with that? And that's okay, because it's like... But, like, you remember, like, the shit that, like, Hannity would, like... What if we get that shit? Obama on? Right, yeah. Like... Well, just imagine if... I think we've already said this on the air before, but, like, imagine if Obama had said, grab him by the pussy. Just imagine. Just Just imagine. imagine. Just imagine. I'm not saying... Just imagine. I'm not saying... He did admit to doing cocaine, but... He also... Yeah, but he was so cool. Have you seen that picture of him in that hat? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was a cool. He was cool. He was, smart, cool, he was so cool as he was drone striking in Harvard. Yeah, yeah, back look, in the day. I mean, yeah, of course, he's it, gonna have fun. Okay, uh, uh, I'm hyperventilating. But, yeah, but that's my point. Is like I can look at Obama and say like, yeah, he wasn't perfect, but that's the look difference. Look at Trump. That's the difference. Like um, a lot of people, they they think Obama and they think, oh yeah, that was basically Jesus in the White House, and it's like. Well, no, like, I don't think... No like, one's I, perfect, but also that's an insane job. So, like, I would be course. surprised if anybody could do it anywhere close to perfect. I would be surprised if anybody could do it anywhere close to well, which most people don't. And most fair enough. suck. And this gets back to the whole thing we said in the beginning about suffering. It's like, fact about life. Life is suffering. It will involve suffering whether you are... Whether it's now or late, like, right? Yeah. Fact one. Fact two. Humans are very, very imperfect and almost definitely... No matter what system is in place, it will have flaws and those flaws will come out and then it will be really ugly until we figure out how to fix those flaws without making it worse. Because yeah. a lot of times we try and fix bad things, but the fix just ends up making it worse, right? Yeah. And so you can't say, aha, the system's not perfect, therefore my ideology wins, right? On either side, whether it's right well, or left. Again, you have to admit to point, that like we're trying our best and it's better than it's ever been. It, it shouldn't be about ideology. It should be about doing just getting worked up Dude, Luke's getting i kind of like we like when joe got back from the bathroom i feel like we just hit the right blood alcohol content yeah. for this episode wait, wait, johnny, 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 johnny watch this watch, watch this one i don't think it's better than it's ever been i you know i could show you some statistics joe i i'm calmly telling you <laughs> he's he's seething up he's like foaming he's losing it he's there. losing it he's angry he's angry that you didn't get him angry <laughs> He, that's what he's upset about is you didn't give him anything like oh i thought he's gonna be real bad he went the other way fuck you yeah. well no it's just what he's that's saying what happens is, with is this stuff though. it gets your blood ahead, up it gets talking. the blood up what a, that's a one real of the, thing so johnny uh earlier today i was everyone in the country's got their blood up right i was now. i was good. uh no, no i was at my girlfriend's <laughs> house and i was practicing a little bit playing some trumpet and then i was like oh i want to find some youtube is clips that what you guys call it and so um and so i was going through and watching subscribe 
some of these YouTube videos trying to find like, you know, this or that, like SJW type like videos to showcase. And, um, yeah, you're hateful. Her first comment was like, can you like just put headphones on? Like, just stop that noise. Like it's, it's so it's like my blood pressure is rising just hearing it. Right. And, and I, I, I think for people when they're in that they're addicted to the anger they're addicted to the outrage it almost becomes like a drug right well i think that's what's happening with, with that far left now too is that we and i think when we grew up like the the far right was so good at like dominating the narrative especially when you get into like at playing this game yeah a, yeah and american values and like well if you disagree you're not an american you're not patriotic that they was, nailed it for like 20 years oh, with that one nailed yeah. it and and then like there's like this is a counter reaction to that and it's funny it's all it all seems to be about extremes and counter reactions and like ironically that's how trump gets elected it's a big tennis game yeah it's a shitty tennis game a it's really like shitty one that like game. ends in like the world no one wins. nuclear holocaust, nuclear yeah. holocaust. Yeah. yeah and no one wins and every time you hit the ball the price goes up yeah. trump's <laughs> like my rocket dick's bigger and kim jong-un's like my rocket dick's bigger in korean however the fuck that sounds and then we just all die guess how much faster the last trillion dollars was added to the the national debt 27 minutes if your guess is exponentially then you are correct <laughs> <I was close. laughs> and it's really bad i was so, i was you know I, what are you gonna do <laughs> You know, we might as well just have so, the, uh, yeah. go through a trial. more tennis ball. Uh, it's God. like the, I, apparently the world it's crazy. is such a fucking complicated place, right? So many moving parts. There's eight billion fucking people running around fucking things up constantly, and each other. And we're all we're all and each other. We're all somewhat selfish, obviously, but we also all have this software package in our mind of like we know we have to work together. We know we can't survive on our own. But right? that's, that's only so that we survive. I, I kind of subscribe Well, everything's to the, only so that we no, survive. No, that's what I mean. I kind of subscribe to the theory that everything you do is selfish. How is it not? So, yeah, fair enough. Like, so e- even in biology, when they talk about yeah. altruism, right? Totally, yeah. Let's it's, say you... Let's say it all comes back. Let's say your brother, good old Johnny Genie, yeah. falls in a frozen lake or something. <laughs> Yeah. When you go and dive in to save him, it's putting yourself at risk, right? Right. But you're saving a lot of your genes while you do it, right? Right. Like, now, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that for a random and that's stranger your brother. as much, maybe. You right? wouldn't do it as much, but you still might, right? Right. And even if you saved a random stranger, you're saving homo sapien DNA. Right. Yeah, you can, like, zoom out in yeah. categories. Yeah. Well, it's like, where do you draw your family circle? Do you draw right, it at yeah. your brother? Or right. do you draw it at humans? Or even a banana? You have 60% of the same DNA as a banana. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I said shit to that. Yeah, Joe just gave me a face when I said the banana thing. I was just like... Yeah, I kind of froze up there. I was like, Luke, where you are you going up, with this, buddy? You froze up where like a going? frozen banana, Joe. <laughs> have you had a frozen banana? Uh, my friend asked me if I wanted a frozen banana... And I said, no, but I want a regular banana later. So, yeah. And then you, you did it? <laughs> That's a Mitch Hedberg joke. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you can't just steal No, that. I mean, I said it. I, I didn't try to pretend <laughs> it was mine. back with a hat. I'm cold. <laughs> I'm in a basement. Coming to you from the bunker. He's in the bunker. Let's call it that. So, you know, like... <sighs> Even though there's a window right there. Uh, here, here's a few things I just... I think I can say confidently, and I hope anybody... One, you hate babies. Two... <laughs> Eh, not so keen on the other minorities. Three. Well, Mars first, Earth second. Four. 
<laughs> what, what's your next radical view? <laughs> radical income. No, let me just say <laughs> this. Like, Joe, maybe based on musical ability, you fucking. <laughs> maybe Joe or Johnny, you disagree, and like that. At end, oh, I totally disagree. And or, but go ahead, say what. If I anybody heard yet. listening, like, might disagree with this, <laughs> Joe preemptively disagrees. I'm gonna side. If with you him listen to this anyway. podcast, hopefully, like disagree. you think that like well, we're, I, I, I we're decent wa- people. I wouldn't want to agree with you on everything. Why would I? That would be well, a no, no, of course not. I'm saying like. Like, let's say somebody who listens to this podcast thinks we're decent people, but is about to disagree with something I might say. Um, like, I encourage you to, like, before the... Yeah, no, say you're next to racist law. Emotional reaction might, like, pop up of, like, oh, this is... Just, like, consider that, like, whoa. Like, like step back. Luke, what, do you, what do you really want to oh, say, Oh, I Luke? like, we already said it, but I'm just saying more explicitly, like, hate speech is free speech. So you, Full stop. So you should be able to say whatever you want whenever you want. That's what you're saying. That's not what I said, yeah. Joe. You just said. I said hate speech is free speech. There are there are areas of the free speech debate which I am not educated what enough if on. Store, and those if, include like my, even current he's, rulings. He's saying that you can't well, say whatever so you want. So Luke, if you own a bar and you put a sign that says no blacks, that hate speech is okay? Well, is that well that's not saying? speech. That's a sign. Um, it's, it, I mean, That's science can, speech, isn't it? I, science Asshole? can be considered speech to, to one they? degree. So let me just, let me I just, I don't know how that works. Let me just work through your question before I give an answer. Cause I'm not sure about my answer. Now, my first instinct is that person's a fucking asshole, right? My second instinct is, um, let's say the more libertarian argument, by the way, this, this method of like what I'm doing right now is what I hear from like really smart people that I really, really like dig which is when asked a question, they say, well, one might say X, but another might say Y, and yet another might say Z. And they kind well, of play, work through play, it. Play through the difference. Play through the difference. And so let me just be clear, like, that is an awful thing to do. The question of whether one should be allowed to do it is a different question than the value of whether it's good or bad morally to do it. And the reason is that when you set a law of any kind that that places a government and that government is placing restrictions on the people it's it's worth a conversation to decide is it worth drawing a line there and joe we talked yesterday about the fact that all of this political stuff like a lot of it at least zooms out to where do you draw a line whether yeah. you're talking about guns whether you're talking about what well, you, johnny just mentioned like where does free yeah, speech sure. become like Hate speech and where does it become unacceptable, right? Well, and, and there, where is that is line? Always, there, That's a conversation, and it yeah. should always be changing. And always, there is always a line, though. Well, I think for almost everything, there is yeah. a line, right? right? I can't think off the top of my head of something where there isn't a line. And the free speech one, yeah. it's like That's fair. as a concept, it makes sense that anyone should be allowed to say anything. But the classic example of like yelling fire in a crowded theater is that. And, and I think the zoomed out example is we want as much freedom as possible, but we all agree that you can't have unlimited freedoms, right? Because at some point, your individual freedom will conflict with other people's right, individual yeah. freedom. So we have to draw lines so that the bubble of your individual freedom doesn't conflict with other people's right. so, bubbles of so, individual yeah, freedom. We generally agree that don't limit my rights unless... M- they would limit someone else. Correct. Correct. Saying. I think that's yeah. my zoomed out principle. To now, how to it. how to take that principle and, and distill it down to real life is really difficult. And and so, Johnny, you gave a concrete example, right, of like whether putting a sign up would be good or bad, whatever, something like that. 
that is at the bottom, right? And my principal is at the top. And how do I connect those dots is really tricky. And I, I don't know the answer to that. But I, I it's a conversation you, that yeah. I need to have with other smart people yeah, to work no, you, out. You definitely can't have a sign that says no blacks. Right? Yeah. No, I'm drawing the line well, there. Well, like, that's no, where okay, I would so, draw the like, line. What, no, what I would can't. say... You actually can't. That's illegal. No, it sh- and I think it you should. Uh, like, I'm and, saying, and, like, as yeah, a moral person, like, in a society of other people I want to live, like, I'm willing to draw... I'm just saying me personally. What if I'm somebody put... I, 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 I'm, by the way, I'm agreeing well, with you. The libertarian mindset is they would go out of business because they're a racist. Right, that's... No, 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 but, like, historically, that's not true. They don't go out of business. That's the problem because people... That is the problem, People are crazy, racist fucking animals. Well, too many people are. Too so many people. The totally, question would yeah. be: It depends where. If you open that sure, in New yeah. York City, it would go out of business. If uh, you open yeah. that in like certain certain cities, I won't even like like pick no, out. No, any, but there, there are there are situations. There are where, places yeah. where that would be a problem, yeah, sure. right? Yeah. And and it might not go out of business. Yeah. Although it would get national attention to the point where it might. Well, it it, it would probably be mitigated more now than it would. 50 100 years ago sure, sure because of like media pressure and, that and so like i'm happy to totally. have that conversation yeah. right like i understand i like to think of myself personally as just kind of like floating like i'm not all that grounded because i've never been all that interested in politics because it just annoys me that's why i love science so much because it's like i can feel more grounded there and i just hate the wishy-washiness of politics but i agree with you like my instinct is because I can't trace from my first principle of like people should be able to freely express themselves yeah. down to like putting that sign up. Yeah. My instinct is to say, let's not allow it for now because I haven't heard a good argument for it. Right. right. And it's too risky to, to say that like us as a society would agree with those kinds of things. Would agree with like, oh, those people aren't comfortable with those people. Like that's their right. Fair enough. But now let me ask you, can you put up a sign that says uh, no Republicans? No Democrats. Can you put up a sign that says uh, no Nazis? Right. It's like so the problem with lines is somebody else can come right back at you and say, let me move your line slightly further in this direction. Wait a minute. Nazi is an affiliation. I choose to be a Nazi. Like I don't choose to be black or white. That's a difference. Right. But those categories are also like very vague. Like what do you mean by that? What do I mean by that? The like, color I can, of your skin, the way your parents are, what yeah, I can the way be, you're raised. Yeah, is I, can, it, I can be born black or white. I can't be necessarily if I'm. But born, you can't be born one or the other. You can be lots of very. No, vari- uh, oh, oh, of course. But I'm saying like in in in. Ultimately, that sign would imply that it's up to the judgment of the owner who would be like, "Hey, read the sign. Like you're not allowed, right?" Uh, you're losing me because like. No, in other words, what I'm saying is like is is just well, categories so, of any so kind the, get so, so lost. Here's another in, version, right? This is what we've decided you can't do it based on that, based on no blacks. But uh, I live in the South, and a common thing you see on storefronts is no baggy pants, no hoodies, no, uh, like, scarves, no this, oh, okay. like, shoes, like, shirt. Well, you Johnny, know, when I was visiting that, you, I also really saw no handguns. That was a very common sign outside places. <laughs> well, that's that's because you have to legally post it. Otherwise, if someone gets in a fight and they use their handgun and their license, they're like, what? They didn't say I didn't have to. I didn't, couldn't bring it. Right. So I think places have to post that. Yeah, and obviously that's different too. Um, but so the libertarian. <laughs> that's a different type of affiliation. <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that's a whole we, different yeah, let's conversation. Let's not even get into yeah. guns and but stuff. But it ties in. So, so, Johnny, what you gave was an extreme example of, um, 
of like putting. But there's places that say no baggy pants. You can't get in if you have baggy pants. If your pants are. But who decides that? Someone can just look at you and your jeans that fit you. And go, Those look baggy. Get the fuck out. So like, it's a weird workaround. And obviously, like any any regulation put in place, you also have the problem of enforcement. I know. Let's talk about guns for a second. So for ex- <laughs> let's talk about guns. Well, How many I, do you let's think talk about guns every for white one male should have? Well, I just meant like like in the conversation of where to draw explain. lines. You were talking about this yesterday, huh? Joe. Yeah. Like um Sorry. okay, so let me just frame one of the one of the things I hate about politics is that everything. I'm sorry, can I just mention this beer I'm drinking? Oh yeah, what like, is it? We it's have a Baltic porter with hickory bark in it. It's fucking amazing. I'm losing my mind drinking it. <laughs> He's wasted. <laughs> is that a crowler? Oh man! Or are you just close no, to the it's camera? No, can. Fonta, Fonta <laughs> Flora, an amazing hands. brewery <laughs> in North Carolina. Oh, you just have tiny Just hands, Johnny. Getting... I thought it was a crowler. <laughs> Johnny, why are your hands so tiny? You know he's drunk. It's called Wolf Spit. It's a 16-ounce can. <laughs> he's not talking to them. Yeah, well, it's weird. It looks so big in your hands. <laughs> oh, I told you. I've been losing weight. You know? I've been working hard. You do look thinner. You look good. I'm losing it mostly in my metacarpals, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. You're doing a lot <laughs> of hand I've workouts. Been... I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how that is. Uh, but this beer is brewed with hickory bark, hickory bark with half acre in Chicago and Fonta Oh, beautiful. And uh, it's got it really does taste like a dark roasted tree. I don't know how else to explain it. Hey, Johnny, did you so go on about your did you, you know, you were saying what I was saying. <laughs> did did what? you hear the um, what was it? Uh, um, uh, Douglas Murray when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently. Uh, I don't know. I, I've heard him on a few podcasts. This guy, Douglas Murray. Um, but here's a quote of his that that just kind of stuck with me as I as I tried to sift through all the chaos of the internet. Um, quote, All of it? The idea that yeah, everything is rough. a left-right issue is one that, for a lot of people, feels not only unnecessarily divisive, but ignorant of the actual dividing lines with, which exist in our societies. Increasingly, the real divide is not between people who believe one thing about a subject and people who believe another but about whether you are the sort of person who even wants to allow a full and frank discussion to go on in the first place. Mm. So it's, it's that ties like, into everything one, not yeah. every issue that exists in society can you just divide as like, boom, left, right, right? Two, are you the kind of person that, that realizes that it is conversation between different people that one not only prevents violence because you're allowing conversation, but it also allows for the best solutions to come to fruition, right? Because me as an individual, I might have my opinions, but I'm fucking dumb on a lot of fronts. So let's say- me, Well, you have to be. You can't possibly know everything. You can't know everything. And if you think you do, that's a problem. And your knowledge and, and your, your version of reality and everything that's in your yeah. head is filled with holes in this little blog thing i tried to type up i called them placeholders i tried to draw back all the way to like we all build models of reality and those are built on on information that we gather through various sources but we have these mental placeholders of things that we have to admit we we haven't gone into right because you can't go fully in you can't go you can't trace your knowledge fully backwards into every little thing you know right so a lot of those things you I call them like little flags. Like I, I place a flag there and I say, I'm going to form an opinion based on this flag. But this flag that I place down, I know might be false. So I, I have to like 
I set that aside and I say, I have to look further into that. And this opinion I'm starting to form, I have to be extra ready to let it go and, and, and decide I was wrong about it because it's hinging on something I didn't have time to go into. That could be an article that I read that I think, hmm, I smelled a little bias. I better look up the facts that they said to make sure they're true, right? Like if you're on the left and you're reading about Jordan Peterson, you might read something that says, oh, he, he you know, is an, an alt-right, you know, speaker box or whatever. And, this, and he this said X, Y, Z. of echo chambers too. Because you know yeah. how many people like post articles on Facebook or retweet them or whatever without even reading them? Do you know what's scary about that is more and more recently I keep seeing articles posted on Facebook and I, I they're so clearly make-believe at this point that I see them and I, I, I comment on them now. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is made up and people are like, what? And then they like take them down because it's like, yeah, that was just made up. Right. Like that wasn't true at all. But like, you, did you, you're saying you clicked on it and read it and then you were like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Because I fake. think a lot of yeah. people that post those, what happens is. Well, it's a shock value thing. It's like, oh my God, but it's because of this. See, I don't go on Facebook, so I don't know what all this fake news is. I've used like Reuters and AMP. Well, so and, like, Johnny, you've always had. Since school, since middle you've always had your, your, I've, I've, I noticed. When he was a boy. Well, you've always had like. With, Reuters with, was king. With people that do use Facebook and things like He's that, Johnny um, I feel like Johnny has always like had a had a slightly more libertarian slash like just independent opinion of certain things, including like guns, and um, yeah, you, I don't even own guns, but, but, but I like, end up on the pro gun side. I almost sometimes I almost like it because like um, for the people that are are mostly getting their news from something like Facebook. There's a few things going on. One, they're emotionally getting charged up by what they see, right? And there's this concept of righteousness, which is like embedded in this, which is like, one, I yeah. hate the idea that kids died in a school shooting. That gets me like not only sad, but angry, right? Two, I like like a brain in general likes the idea of being right, of feeling righteous, right? And three, I learned, let's say, five facts about about guns statistics or whatever and you combine those and now somebody thinks and feels like they're ready for a full-on debate about guns until they encounter someone like an intellectual someone like a jordan peterson or there's a a, a, a i guess libertarian right-leaning guy named ben shapiro like and when he encounters people like there's a famous ben shapiro pierce morgan um conflict on 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 um on his on Piers Morgan thing, it's on YouTube, yeah. Um, where like Ben Shapiro just calls out uh, Piers Morgan for like one not knowing anything about guns and like and just demonizing people like him. I I wonder um, that might be worth finding out. I'm gonna cue, just type cue, it. Cue it on the queue. Cue it up, as uh, Piers Morgan would say. Johnny cue. Joe, I know you guys might have a slightly a slightly different opinion on guns, and and Joe, I kind of like where you're coming from, but I also know where johnny's coming from he's lived in the south a little bit more and i think mm -hmm. he, he also may or may not have just um displayed his his um sword one for of his, us one of his weapons one of my swords. i should say i should is say, that an arm etc that kind of idea right. i know? mean i literally have a bow yeah. in the corner of the room with arrows so i'm all about fun things that can you know be used dangerously but well, there's, there's the one debate, argument man. for, like, big guns, which is they're just fun. 
which is a hard argument to make. Well, well, here's the here's the counter argument of safety. Here's the thing: it comes but down the to the other line, argument right? of self-defense guns. What are you going to say? Sir? It comes about back down to the again. This all comes back down to lines. But and to, and, lines. and to admit that it's complicated about where to draw a line. Of course and, it is. And and you should be suspicious. Joe, your mic sucks. What I do? Did I get the mic? I can barely hear you. But go ahead, Luke. It, testing, testing. One Joe. You're just really quiet compared to Luke. Um, I think the Luke, soundboard's Luke is, on the fritz Luke a little is bit. Luke pointing so. with his finger as well, so he might just be more um, emphatic. I'm keeping an eye mostly on the master audio to make sure what gets recorded is fine. Why Johnny? do you have to point with that? But I'm not. Oh, okay, it just sounds like it's recording through your mic. But yeah, it's I'm fine not sure what's going on. Things are cutting in and out. Um, yeah, this might be a, a hack. It's getting weird, man. It's getting weird. I think there's like a solar storm passing through this room. No, Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, I've had some technology weird stuff. Mercury really to me is today. in retrograde. So we're kind of worried it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Pick up a conspiracy. <laughs> it's one of that. It's that what, one. <laughs> wait, what? This would be a conspiracy if, like, we did an episode where we kind of people. criticized the left about politics, and then I go back and listen to it, and it's all just like garbled, like electrons, like like that would be freaky. That would freak me out. I would think that like people aren't happy with what we're doing. I would, Bernie Sanders I would be is leaning keeping more you towards down. flat Earth at that point. Yeah. like ninety nine point nine 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 eight percent sure that the world's around. So, or um, like that. He, I, I'm just gonna. I got this clip. This is um, uh, a, a clip about uh, the gun debate on Piers on Piers Morgan. It's from Vice President Biden, who heads the White House Task Force on Guns. My next guest has strong words for me. He says I'm off the rails on guns in America. Ben Shapiro is editor at large at Breitbart.com and the author of Bullies. Have a left. Side note: um, He used to be um, editor at Breitbart, and then he he very much had like a vehement disagreement with. Um, uh, Steve Bannon, and he he's oh, really? no longer with Breitbart. Um, he says some controversial things that I hundred percent don't ag- don't agree with. This guy Ben Shapiro, but he also equally gets demonized and called Nazi and fascist. He gets called a Nazi, and he's he's like a um, yeah. I pretty... disagree with him on more things, way more things than I agree yeah. with. But I still don't think he's a Nazi. Also, or an a- he's or he's like a, a fundamentalist, or... like Jewish person. Like he. Con- he always has a yarmulke on. What, what's the word? Um, I don't think he's a fundamentalist. No, not he's fundamentalist. Conservative I meant, Jew. There, there's he's not orthodox. Orthodox I Jewish, think. I think. No, I don't. I don't think he's orthodox. I think he's well, conservative. Yeah. Well, there's like I reform. Don't I don't know the gradations and either. Like orthodox. There's but the whole, point is, he's very maybe Jewish he is. and very I, I don't open know. and proud about his faith and like say. and belief in in his religion. And Do it live. Even the left calls him a Nazi. And so I, I just think like at least let's hear people out fairly, right? So just anyways disagree with them if you've heard that name and that's like a a tag like just consider you know softening up the oh my god he's evil kind of thing fear and intimidation silences americans so why am i off the rails mr shapiro uh you know honestly pierce you've kind of been a bully on this issue because what you do and i've seen it repeatedly on your show i watch your show um and i've seen it repeatedly what you tend to do is you tend to demonize people who differ from you politically by standing on the graves of the children of Sandy Hook, saying they don't seem to care enough about the dead kids. If they cared more about the dead kids, they would agree with you on policy. I think we can have a rational political conversation about balancing rights and risks and rewards of all of these different policies, but I don't think that what we need to do is demonize people on the other side as, as being unfeeling about, the, about what happened in How Sandy Hook. How dare you accuse me of standing on the graves of the children that died there? How dare you? I've seen you do it repeatedly, Pierce. Like I say, how dare you? 
I mean, you can keep saying that, but you've done it repeatedly. <laughs> what you do, and I've seen you do it on, on the program, is you keep is that, saying well, to that's folks not really a that if they disagree with you politically, then somehow this is a violation of, of, of what happened in disparage my reputation. Yet, I, 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 so I just did. What do you mean, how dare I? I'll, yes. But, I mean, and, and it is true. It's like, pick your, pick your um, sort of news person on the left, you know, and I'm not saying everybody does this, but you can there's no shortage of examples. Um, you know, we talked earlier about the suffering in the world is just because you can point to suffering, you can't then structure the conversation to say, because suffering X exists, then policy Y has to be agreed with. Otherwise, you're okay with suffering X, you know? Luke, is, is this, is this so you announcing I'll break a run down, for Congress? I'll break down the whole... <laughs> 20, sure. 2018 I'm happy to run for Luke, Congress. ladies and gentlemen... Luke is now is this it? running as is this the first ever funk party <laughs> candidate for the 2018 midterm election. If that's if that's what this podcast turns into, the funk party, like fuck, man, the funk party. <laughs> <laughs> Luke is our candidate. I tell you what, if if you fuck. listeners set it up and like I just have to like show up, you I'm listeners, in. <laughs> our one listener from fucking Sweden is like. <laughs> How the fuck does that translate? We have more listeners from Korea than the U.S. probably. <laughs> no, we have one listener from South Korea. Okay, yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you. How do you say We thank do have you a pretty good Korean. representation, like, um, internationally. Like, uh, we have, uh, like, a download from at least 15 countries that aren't the U.S. Uh, Unless there's just bots in every country. <laughs> they're all Russian. I don't know. Bots. It could be bots. bots. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't think we... It's probably just we, all we're bots. Still, we're Whatever. still missing Africa, fun. though. Maybe, all, maybe even here it's all bots. I don't know. So, so I want to just break down the gun problem real quick. Yeah, go for it. I think I understand it because I, I <laughs> He's got it. The, the, the big, like the legitimate points from both sides, and you're right, neither side listened to the other one's points. So the side of the super anti-gun people is like safety, pure safety. Like if we can just get rid of all the guns, there won't ever be another mass shooting, which is technically true. But a lot of people think isn't logistically sure, possible because yeah. there's like a billion fucking guns in the country, right. Right. like literally a billion of them. So it's how are you going to get rid of yeah. them? Whatever. But that's that argument. And then the super other side is security. I want a gun because I don't trust the like. It's not that I don't trust the police, but I don't trust them to be there when I need them. If someone's breaking into my house in the middle of the night, I can't wait 16 minutes for their car to get here. Yeah. I'll, I'll be dead and my family will be raped and murdered by then. Like, if I have a gun, I, like, it's about that I'm not willing to give up my own security to the state, even if you are, and you trying to take my gun away is you making me give, entrust my, my self-protection yeah. to the state. Whereas just because you've given up that right doesn't give you the right to give up my right to it. Like, I've heard like, you know, intelligent gun owners right. explain this to me. It's like, yeah, that's a really good intellectual argument. Like legally, uh, and right, just right, logically, right. but then the other side is just the pure safety argument of well, if we get rid of all of them, it'll be safer. So those are the two legitimate points, but neither see each other or agree with it. So people just shoot shout past each other, like you, you were saying. Right, and that's then, funny because I teach that too. Because uh, I'll have students for their research papers try to write about like gun debate, and a lot of times they want to argue one or the other. Like I have students who have come to me and said. You know, they present their paper and I say, well, so what 
you're trying to argue. So what you're saying is <laughs> no, literally. So what you're saying, no. And I, I say like, if that's not what you're saying, tell me like, so what you're saying is that we should ban all guns. And they're like, yes. Or what you're saying is, Oh, should... you use it as a teacher, as like a tool. To... Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if that's what you're, cause I want to know is like, <clears throat> is that actually what you're saying? Sure. And if it's not, then great. Like, because what well, are you actually saying? But sometimes it is leading you. If that writing is what they're leading you to believe, then they should be aware. Well, they of should it, clarify that whether and, it's intentional. And, or and not. when they yeah. when when they say it, like I've had students say, like, yeah, I believe that all guns should be banned. No private citizen should be allowed to own guns, and this is my argument. Yeah. And my counter to that is, great. It's great that you think that. That's your right to think that. Why? You're entitled yeah. to think that. Absolutely. Of course. Having said that, you're not going to convince as many people as if you take a slightly different approach and like. Is that going to be more effective right. in what you're actually trying to accomplish? In Which terms is of the question: reducing violence or whatever. Well, that's the practical yeah, approach, right. and yeah. it's, it, it gets back to the question I always like to ask people, which is. What but is your end game? utilitarian yeah. approch. Luke's not okay with ideology, so you can't use. Well, that joke. so Johnny, sorry, speaking of utilitarianism, no, I'm sorry. Continue. Like broadly in but philosophy, yeah. like when I was talking about this, like sort of like. Um, uh, friendship gone awry largely due to politics i realized like pronounced gonorrhea behind the behind i'm such a child i really I've been wait, what do, about gonorrhea that went over my head i've been trying to do the real life johnny trolling thing where people say things and just like actually it's pronounced what did you say luke oh, 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 oh i get it because he said like oh no, wait, what, it's gone what, what did you say? and i'm like it's pronounced gonorrhea yeah and it doesn't even have to be close it just has to have like a letter in common like a letter and a vowel it was. It was really close. It was so really I good. said gonorrhea, and Joe said you yeah. mean gonorrhea. Yeah. It's pronounced gonorrhea. Yeah, that was really good. That's a really good. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I'm glad I made you proud. It was so good that it went over my head, just like the gonorrhea. Yeah, I caught it. <laughs> Thank oh. God. No, no, that doesn't go over. It, it, you got to you got to treat shot that right over my you head. Which is ideal. No, no, unfortunately. Oh no. We might have just dipped the toe into drunk tank. That's not how it works. You I, I just dipped my finger into the drunk tank to see dipped what the temperature was. Yeah. Finger into, <laughs> no, you're in. I dipped my, I dipped in. my, oh, I dipped my finger into the no gonorrhea condom. infested <laughs> <in>. drunk tank. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of happy because I, I wanted to make sure the political episode had a little balance to it, and it turns out add three beers, and it does. Look, I think the moral of the story is. Oh, this is good. Uh, Go on. <laughs> it's pronounced. Yeah, we this need a moral. Good. Two hours in. <laughs> We need a fucking yeah. Give moral. us a, the give, moral us a theme. Is, give us a moral joke. I'm gonna Rambling, go full South useless. Park on y'all. All right. Um, okay. No. So seriously though, like I, I think it comes back to what we originally said, which which is that life is hard, and everybody, in their own way, is is really struggling through. And some people are more aware of that. Than and some others, people have to unfortunately struggle more than others. Absolutely. And to the extent that we can fix those problems without causing more problems we should try to do that well and this but comes, how to do that is a conversation and, that needs to be had and this comes back to the idea of like negotiating realities it's yeah. like not everybody's like you can argue about objective truth and like what's best for you know the whole but people are going to disagree and there's a difference uh, what it comes down to is the fundamental difference between the people who are willing to have a conversation and the people who just want to win i think that is a fundamental side, difference right yeah i would i would i would you know, I, I said earlier, hate speech is free speech and 
And I, I say that because I 98% believe it, let's say, and I'm open to the exceptions and I will, whatever. What you just said, yeah. though, I 100% believe to, let's say, because I of what I criticized Johnny before, I 99.99999% believe that if you look at me in the eyes and I ask you the question, what evidence could I present to you that would change your mind and you say nothing? Yeah. I will say, I am moving on with my day. Good day, sir. You know, like... Good day. Yeah. You get nothing. You get nothing. Cutting your losses. It, yeah, it's, it's the, then the you're, it's a waste of time to interact with yeah, you, totally. and I will actually leave you behind, and and go talk to somebody else who might actually be able to um, have a conversation and work out how to move forward. Right. Right. So one of the things about the, this whole left right thing is that there are different personality types. There are different interpretations of reality, and and it is possible to bridge the gap between those differences. And the only way to do that is through conversation and through healthy conversation. I wrote this whole thing out about good faith conversation. Are you, you going to link this? Yeah, I'll link it. Yeah. The, the Luke treatsy? I'll, it's, yeah, it's like that's the Luke his, like his burped out his speech. thoughts on a plane yeah. thing. That's his, that's his 2018. My, my first campaign speech. <laughs> for, you only got like six months, dude. This is it. Yeah, this is so, your, uh, this is his big announcement. So good speech. faith conversation versus speech. bad faith conversation. Yeah. Good faith conversation includes all the things like we've we've hit a lot of them, right? But it's like, hey, I'm talking to you, right? I can learn something from you. If I assume that, I'm going to listen, right? Yeah. Two, if I'm to disagree with you, I can't do that unless I understand your point of view, right? The fuck is that dog? That's a dog. Yeah. yeah just the a dog, dog snuck like, in here. <laughs> pass the fuck out like, yeah, I get this. Um Another thing about a, a good faith conversation is you have to actually project not just be able to edit yourself but you have to project to the other person that you're willing to edit yourself right now what are the marks of a bad faith conversation joe i'm, I'm like running out of like mental sentence formation skills so that's why i asked you the question genuinely <laughs> how much beer do we have left <laughs> yeah i think we've uh we've i, I mean we're at least ankle deep you already talked time. about sticking your fingers <laughs> in gonorrhea <laughs> Like fluid, so. If not, we might be approaching the the navel, which is like the plunge. Yeah, you know, that's what I I said. You pass the navel. Yeah, I said my piece. I feel like um, <laughs> no, like like in all seriousness though, like on this. No, it's it's like not agreeing on first principles or not accepting evidence. He wants to go like, into that's drunk bad faith. Trying to right? say <laughs> arguing. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, I would say if 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 I had one, if I if somebody gave me five minutes or <laughs> three minutes or spit. one minute, whatever, <laughs> like a sh if somebody gave me a short amount of time to just say what I think would most importantly fix what I think is wrong with like political discourse right now. I would say it's recognizing the difference between bad faith and good faith conversations. Yes, I think that's now what that idea. Down, so I yeah. I didn't. I, it's not original yeah. to me. Like I first heard it with um, um, uh, Brett Weinstein and his wife Heather Haying. I think is her name. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. But they they really have figured out like like because they had to deal with a lot of shit with the Evergreen State College thing. I don't think we're going to get time to go into that in this episode. So we'll link it, and I encourage you to look it up if you don't know. If you do, then you know some of the craziness that happened. Basically, um, a, 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 a 
a, a bunch of SJWs tuck over a college campus. The police were told to stand down. They told this professor, don't come to campus. We can't guarantee your safety, right? It, it was like a pretty intense thing. The president like read a message basically being held hostage in his office. None of this made the mainstream media because it, it, it was not, let's say it's not popular to have, um, to report on African-American students being racist. Um, in any case... There you go. You're committed, Luke. <laughs> well, I mean, just look up the Evergreen State it. College controversy and, and you'll, you'll, you can catch yourself up. But... Um, you're going to piss off any, like, Hispanic or, or Latino people that were involved because you just called them all African-American. Um, well, it was primarily, like, uh, an event that was about African-American students. That's Maybe you could call call it more loosely people of color or something. But um, the point being is... No, people of color covers... I think all the oppressed minorities. Sure. I'm, I mean, I'm happy to America. call it whatever. The main point I'm making is that um, Brett Weinstein, in his um, general approach to trying to deal with these students, he said, I don't want to debate you. I want to have a dialogue with you, right? And the difference between debate and dialectic, right? Like, like a debate frames it as I win, you lose, or vice versa, right? And a dialogue implies that we're both agreeing that although we might have strong opinions, we're heavily ignorant on a lot of what built those opinions. And let me listen to you and gain what I can. You'll listen to me and gain what you can. And then we'll let parts of ourselves burn off. And then together we will build a better version of each of our opinions. That's how it would work in a perfect world. I understand that's difficult with all the emotional, like like baggage that comes along with any heavy topic. But if you don't have that as your goal, then you're, you're definitely lost. You have to at least have that as your goal and then try to move forward from there. I see. <laughs> so what you're saying, no, I'm just kidding. What am I saying, Johnny? I'm not sure, man. We've, uh, we've really gone pretty deep this episode. We, uh, we definitely have to like, alert people that this isn't one of our fun ones it's not that it's not interesting or or we could trick them into listening this far by saying that uh once we hit the right blood alcohol content like it got slightly fun (laughs) well we'll have to re-listen that's true (laughs) double check i should do that more but uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) one of us one of us should at least listen to it once yeah i'm down with taking turns (laughs) to do that but uh No, I mean fair enough. Like but, I feel like, like I don't I even get have this. a. I don't have a. Would you rather? I, I didn't. I couldn't think of one that wasn't just like racist or sexist or or just shitty in some way. You know what I mean? That wasn't just a version of that. Yeah. Would you rather be like a woman in the 1600s or like a black man? Like you know, they're all. It's all. Oh, I mean, up it didn't have to be on like theme way. necessarily. Oh, I didn't even look up. Well, like I a tried to, and I, and I psyched myself out, so I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I it's fine. It's it's also it. just good to talk, like now and then, you know. It's all good. Yeah. Um. So for just as like a in closing, um, for anybody who has who who who's still listening and and who just had, look at the dog who had and you'll no see the truth. idea about anything regarding um this phenomenon of social justice warrior thing, um, I just encourage you to approach it with an open mind. 
I like I said it in the beginning, I think, right? Like I'm I'm generally on the left of politics and I would like to see policies that are generally on the left of politics succeed. I would not like to see Donald Trump or anything like that succeed. And I do think that if the left continues to sort of radicalize and just and just become more cult-like and just kick out its own members that the people in the center that would be convinced to go left will only be pushed to the right. And well, I, it's, we're definitely already seeing that I, I happen. Think, I think it's even more than that. Like, if you look at Trump as an example, the reason why Trump got elected, I think, to your point of polarization, is not so much even that it pushes people to those outer limits, but that it disengages people, which is something else that we've been talking Makes about. Makes them not care and, at all. Well, and and that's what happened. That, like, that's why... You know Hillary Clinton lost because people weren't interested. They didn't like what she had to say yeah. for you know all sorts of reasons. And the people who went out and voted for Obama, well, she because, was very disingenuous. Well, the people who went out and voted for Obama because they were excited didn't show up to vote for Hillary. Yep, that they was just, a big part of they it. Just yeah. didn't show up. Millennials did not show up in the 2016 election. One thing I noticed about they Hillary, didn't go. they didn't vote. One thing or they about... voted for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein or some oh, fuckface. You know, Aleppo. Like, What's Aleppo? What's Aleppo? The planet is going to melt in five billion years anyway, so I don't see why we should ruin our economy now for to save global warming. Yeah, I mean, so fuck that guy. Isn't it sad fuck that Gary the, isn't it sad I'm that, saying that on the record in in twenty sixteen the two choices for leader of the United States of America were two awful candidates. Now, don't get me wrong. I think if you voted for Trump instead of Hillary, that was a mistake. I understand why you might have done that, but I think it was a mistake. Okay. I think it's less George a mistake Carlin, than not voting George for Carlin anyone. made this joke 40 years ago when he said, you know, America, like, it's supposed to be a democracy, but it's really bullshit. You get 31 flavors of ice cream, but you only get two choices for the person in charge of right. everything. Like, how <laughs> is true. that a democracy? Yeah. How is that fair choice and whatnot? Yeah, you know? and it's 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 mysterious that that not not only do we only get two choices, but that they can both suck. Right. Yeah, and, you're you're pinned down. And, and like, you got to pick and, between and, the turd and the douche sandwich. Yeah, right. Or the yeah, douche South and Park the turd sandwich, it. whatever it was. So my gripe with with we'll link it with if with Hillary voters who can't even understand why someone would vote for Trump, I think you're not empathizing enough. I voted for Hillary. I wasn't thrilled to vote for her. I reluctantly did it. But yeah, I was like, here she's are a my... very corrupt career politician. Well, you know what? Here are my options. I know the clear choice that gets me to where I want to go. I'll tell you exactly why I couldn't vote for Trump, and I had to vote for Hillary. One, I wanted my she vote. Do you think if she was pre- do you think if she was president right now, uh, they would be talking about her Twitter on a daily basis? I don't think so. No. Also, no. are you sure? I think. I Wait, think... you don't think that she'd be tweeting like personal attacks to? professional people I, uh, nice Jeff. at r- random hours anything. during the day look i don't i i don't know um <laughs> on I, our golden fucking toilet i can't project <laughs> on exactly big Macs. dude this is such <laughs> so a you can shit in situation yeah. crushing big macs and fucking porn stars i can't oh i can't really project what would have been <laughs> oh happening God. but i i don't think any of those things but at the same <laughs> but you can't be certain you're only 99.9998 percent you gotta you gotta kind of respect what a piece of shit trump is you well know? again like, i come back to this no, but that's, fuck, but that's like, why that was his appeal. He didn't give a fuck. Right. No, there's something and, totally you know, to that. That's why. Yeah. Yes. That, yes. Yes. No, yeah, that's the it's, appeal. It's he so didn't give crazy, a fuck. crazy, but there's did you something see, to did it. Did you see his special election speech in Southwest Pennsylvania like last week? No. It's insane. I heard he had a big rally. It's insane. Yeah, but Joe. He like fake walks off stage a few times like this. 
<laughs> I'm acting back like a stone out. man right now. And he goes, oh, I'm not being very presidential. And then he just starts saying some other crazy shit. And you're like, this yeah. dude does have syphilis. But Joe, His mind is at melting. The, at the same time. Like, what the yeah. fuck? At the same time, it's like, well. Maybe. He's, he's in being that energy, like, I know, I, I know more data about him than I did about Hillary. Oh, totally. You and, know, like, I can see you, more of it's him. It's not even about, but it, it goes beyond Hillary because it's like, look at the Republican primary. They're all robots of themselves. Well, that's the thing. It's like all these people, like, I still feel like I've been fucked. Like, jobs are terrible. Like, all the Republican rhetoric, like, jobs, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like that, Germs. I'm 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 not happy with that. This guy is different from all those people who have failed me and who are similar to the people who have failed me. He is. Yeah. He's totally different from that, and at that least was his appeal. Different. Yeah. At least well, that, different. that was his like, yeah. dude. He's definitely Hillary, I don't different. know the numbers, but Hillary like wildly outspended Trump. Of course, in the in the election, like wildly so, and he still, you know, he he got he got. And it's done nuts. The, right the money places. Trump spent is like money he raised from people, like people that made. Or like below the poverty line sent him money and he's a fucking billionaire. Also, the fucking... Like, isn't that crazy to think about? What's, what's that fucking company? Did you read that article about that British uh, cons- consulting firm that did the whole like... Cambridge Analytica. What, uh, what in the yeah. fuck? That is some conspiracy... Yeah, it's still early in the story That for makes that. me think of House you know, of Cards more in stuff's reality. That is some out. conspiracy shit right there. Ah. Uh. That is like so, that, that's a whole other thing. Dude. Actually, I think our, our sort of energy Fuck. now is a good is a good energy of conveying just how daunting it is to to um, just consider politics. And look, I guess here here's my message. If I could say it um, in a, in a short sentence, figure shit be... out for what it's actually <laughs> worth. I think that's my. Oh, that's the- pretty good. That's my thesis. I'm out. I'm I'm turning off my mic. No, <laughs> well, don't I'm, do that. It'll make a loud click. Okay, I'm, I'm proverbially <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just turning hang off out. my mic. Just just Wait. relax. Just cool cool your jets. <laughs> that's that's the mic going off. Uh, I think my my yeah, going cool off sentence would be, um, the degree of certainty you should have on any opinion should be balanced with the amount of objective truth and fact that you have balancing that you are fake news and and sometimes you just can't get enough fact and sometimes it's hard to find facts and so you have to leave things in your mind this is supposed to be one sentence <laughs> yeah d- dude what the fuck man uh, okay. i wasn't gonna okay. say never gonna it, make it yeah. uh, i'm working you're, on my thoughts right like here it is here it is yeah. be willing to leave things as uncertain in your mind leave things uncertain in your mind and that, it's okay. That was, that was still two it's okay. Sentences. You're on the third Okay, ready? Sentence. Here's my sentence. I've got <laughs> it now. Well, Luke, Luke, can I help? It's okay to not know. Okay. <laughs> okay. There it is. That's Luke, actually... <laughs> Luke, 2018. Mine was more complicated. Than Luke Keurig, 2018. <laughs> He's running with a fucking coffee machine. Uh, Fuck it. Who cares? The president's banging porn stars. Yeah, why can't run I with run a with, with a running mate of a coffee machine? A coffee no, 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 machine no, no, Joe, that spits Joe, out not just caffeinated diarrhea. Go ahead, Johnny. Specifically raw dogging porn stars half his age <laughs> which is a baller is your his... name you're worth a billion dollars you have a kid and a wife and you're like i'm just gonna raw dog this porn star because i want to bang her like if i have a kid she can get half my shit or however I'll still have half like, a billion dollars that's, a, that's whether you love <laughs> or hate trump that's a fucking baller move to be like i'll just roll the dice and hope i don't impregnate her like that's crazy 
That's like There's something unhinged is that, about is it. Is that yeah. your one sentence? Yeah. Yeah, was that it, Johnny? <laughs> That's my one was sentence. Was that your sign-off? <laughs> Moral about no, politics. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't want that to be my legacy. <laughs> let, Johnny give, let Johnny give a chance to give his sign-off. No, 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 no. Because, like, as, as of now, me and Joe said something very liberal and very correct. And all you said was enabling that it's okay for Trump no. to bang. It, yeah, it's not what I want to be remembered for. <laughs> he doesn't want to be remembered. That's why. No, 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 no. Um, I would much rather, uh, you know, specifically. Do it. If Did you say specifically? You find someone, like, specifically, as in the ocean. Yeah. If you find. <laughs> Let's break Johnny. If you find someone you disagree with. You should wind up and tell him to go. I told you. Oh, I told fuck. you. I called it. I Yo, totally sorry. called it. Joe had his mouse hovered I, over no, the I hang had up. My, I, had, I was leaning over the screen so Johnny couldn't see me with my hand over the hang up button. I looked at Luke like, and I mouth, hang up. You know what? Cause Luke I really, was like, he might have something here. Let him do it. And I, I really like, thought Johnny might I'm have something there. It. Fuck. I wasn't buying it. All right. It. It's okay. It's okay. This is on you. We'll get. It. I'll take this one. Yeah, yeah. You got to take this. Uh, one. Listeners, if you don't know, we have this hang-up game. With, oh yeah, with we Johnny. should explain that. Yeah. Uh, as we're approaching like two hours to slight, we basically feel the vibe that like the podcast should end. Yeah. Um, two two and a half hours. We sort of each like like the the vibe changes. There's yeah. an energy which is like yeah. one of us is about to hang up. And yeah. the game is who gets to hang up first, and you get extra points—not actual points. It's like well, you whatever. don't you don't want to lose. Like it's you, a better, you don't want to hang up too early, but you also well, you, you don't want to kill long, the conversation. It's, it's a game of chicken. It's a game of chicken. Yeah, it's a hang sure. up chicken. Hang up chicken. Hang yeah. up chicken. Oh, that's what we should call it. Yeah, it's yeah. hang up chicken. And so, how do you win at hang up chicken like extra well? Is you wait as long you as you can. get their attention genuinely. Yeah. And then oh, you by the up. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got. So you're like, by times, the way, yeah. like the last thing I wanted to say, and like they're genuinely listening. Boom, and you that, hit him. That and and I will well say played, for the Johnny. record, no, I, I that no, wasn't that lucky, well played. Lucky, yeah, no, that because that was that was in a, a, a very set. Johnny didn't win. I lost. Yes, I would agree yeah. with that, and that's not to be like, you know, I should have let you hang up. Yeah, you should have let me hang. Yeah. but that and that's fine. That happens. It's like, okay. We, I fucked up myself, yeah. and, and I will in the future. Like it's this is this is and Joe, we can talk about it, and that's what this episode is about. Is it's that about having conversations? Well, have have a healthy yeah. conversation. Yeah. Have a good faith conversation. Yeah. Listen to people. Uh, consider that they might know something that you don't know. Maybe consider you might be wrong and consider maybe you're half wrong and they're half wrong and you can build a better version of reality together with other people. And Trump raw dogs porn stars. And look, even with Trump, right? There's a thing in meditation called oh loving kindness meditation. Oh boy. And I've Did heard you this. Bang Trump in your no, dreams? I've heard this from a lot of people that say, I hate Trump. I hate him. And I ask them, what do you mean by that? Like, do you really hate him? And, and, you know, I've always got confused answers, and I just think if if your mind is in the right place, if it's in that if it's in that meaningful balance between yin and yang, chaos and order, if you're just seeing reality from a place of balance, call it the force from Star Wars, whatever you want to call it, right? If you're in that balance, you can't really hate anybody. You can only see them as like acting out part of this balance between chaos, order, good, evil, yin, yang, right? And it's like. In loving kindness meditation, you basically <clears throat> go from person to person that you know, not know, even yourself, and just say, may you be happy, may you be free from suffering, may you be at peace, may you be truly happy and free. It's just like you repeat these wishes of well-being to people. And um, when Donald Trump won and I was just like feeling more emotional about like, Jesus, this is insane. Like, I don't know how to process this. I remember 
that coming up in my mind, I'm like, ha ha ha, Luke, you should, you should wish loving kindness on Donald Trump. And then part of my brain was like, fuck that. And then yeah. another part of my brain is like, no, 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 do it. And I did it. And then like, eventually I was able to see Donald Trump as like a poor, stupid orange baby that just was saying, I never got loved enough. You know, so I just grab him by the pussy. No, before all that, you know, like, yeah, but that's what it he, led like to. every every adult human, you know, consider if you had their life experience, if you had their everything, like if you had their genetics, if you had all that, you would be that person. But so does the hate then become something like it doesn't. Well, the hate dissolves well, when you get into that well, state you, of mind. Well, you would say that like, so when you say dissolve, like, does that also include the opposite, which is what I would consider to be like love? Um, I would say it's like all dualities that they collapse into one thing. So love like and a hate singularity. is a singularity. Yeah. And and good but, and but evil is a singularity. Uh, and... So there is something to it. Because my point, like... Oh, it, it's expressing something. Well, it, it's yeah. interesting what you're saying about that because, like, I always remember uh, growing up, like, it wasn't... And I've heard this from other people, and I think it's it's a philosophy that I sort of embody myself uh, even in like teaching, it's like, I don't get mad. I get disappointed. And that's far more effective uh, in like promoting change with somebody is if, and cause I remember it growing anger up. Anger like, invokes defense. Whereas disappointment, right. like invokes, I remember my yeah. parents being angry and being like, okay, that's scary. Like, that's not good. But like, that doesn't make me as like, uh, that might make me react more in the moment, but it doesn't, promote or or, or change. foster long-term change as much as like oh somebody's like really disciplined like i you know really what i would say somebody. the difference is i would say anger is an emotional outburst whereas disappointment yeah, right. is the regulated version of that it's right. like yeah so that's see, my question with yeah. trump like would you be more like like in in thinking about sort of you know not hating him but on a practical level like w like would it be more productive than to like share your disappointment Right, because well, he feeds on hate. Like that's would, his thing. He, I like. I think hate is. He feeds is, on attention, and and a lot of that is hateful attention. But like, I think he, I think he would be much more cognitively miserable if people didn't hate him as much as he's aware that they do. Yeah, and and I of course I can't pretend to even know what's going on inside oh, the, the mind of, of course. Trump. I mean, who knows um, for sure? Yeah. Few, the the thing that comes to mind though is is um, I was reading a few different pe like spiritual kind of people. One is Richard Rohr, and, and, and another is um, this speech Ramdas gives. And the idea is a lot of people appreciate a person like Martin Luther King mm -hmm. intellectually, yeah. but then they don't connect with the spiritual part, which is his spirit. the spiritual message was commit any act of violence to me and I will love you back, right? This is the message of Jesus at its purest form. Right. It's also right. the message of um, Ram Das, who's this uh, Buddhist spiritual teacher. His vibe is, and and he specifically talks to activists when he says this. He says, um, "Do whatever you must do. Stand up for the causes you believe in. Stop the people who need to be stopped, but never put them out of your heart." Meaning. Right. Things need to get done in the world, but you don't need to hate people to do it. Right. And if you're acting out of the motivations of resentment, hatred, fear, 
those are the same emotions that cause the very problems you're in and yeah. will likely lead to different versions of those problems. And it, the only solution so, might be like actual love. It's so funny how that, again, that comes back to this idea of like the, the extremes have more in common with each other than, yeah. than the moderates. They're kind of stuck in the same problem. Well, they're, they're, they're playing the same, the game. same game. And guess what? In that game, game of like what everyone loses. Well, and their whole thing is like, I want to win though. Right? But, but they don't, they never define winning. Well, look at Trump. Like, is do you think Trump's a happy person? No, I I think I think I think he's probably highly miserable. I think I think How he's miserable, he and and there are degrees of misery that he could feel that he psychologically blocks out. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. <clears throat> That's just, like just classic repression, yeah. right? Sure. But of course, he could feel more miserable if he were to consider who he really is. Yeah. And the farther you get from who you really are, the farther you go into the states of mind where you hate people. Like if you yeah. think to yourself, you genuinely hate people. Like I haven't felt the emotion of hate in forever. Not forever. In five years. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Not forever. But like since I started relative, meditating yeah. and like learning about some of these Buddhist philosophies, like I, I actually looked at what I thought was hate in my mind and then kind of deconstructed it. And like you said, like you realize anger and disappointment are, are, you know, you can see hate as just a different emotion, like more zoomed out. Or like out. A, t- a tuned up emotion of those other emotions. Sure. Right? Yeah. Or maybe an out of balance version of yeah, it, right? Sure, yeah. So the Ramdas thing is you might even have to put someone in jail, right? Someone commits a crime. They do the worst possible crime. I don't even have to say it. You can imagine someone who has committed yeah, fill, the worst possible. Fill in the blank. Possible, whatever fill in want, the yeah. blank. Put them in jail. Why do you put them in jail? To prevent them from doing such an awful thing again. Right. But you you are capable as a human being, you're capable to do all those things without putting that person out of your heart, without putting them out of your sphere of compassion, right? And I think most problems, whether it's between social justice warriors and, and people on the center and the right, whatever the bullshit is, most problems arise from that that that. Uh, place in in a human's mind where they make someone an other they don't see what's in common with them but they see what only what's different and they think they're seeing the whole picture they think they're nailing down that person as being a this or a that oh god and they don't realize that they're they're only seeing part of that person yeah so don't put them out of your heart you'll start to understand that hey they're just like me except they were (laughs) born this way you know came from this came from that whatever and then you know at least you can now be in a balanced place to have a conversation and move forward. Any last words, Joe? It's late. Bagels. By the way, folks, we recorded this one pretty late. You want to get some bagels? Holy shit. I, I might not be not opposed. Does 7-Eleven have bagels? Oh, God. Let's figure <laughs> this out. Well, guys, thanks for thanks for sticking through the uh, one of our more serious episodes, I guess. We didn't crack enough fart jokes, for sure. We, at, you least we, at least we got a little silly for, at the for 2018. end. So I guess yeah, you're you, about... said, you said some things that are going to be real highlight reels. Oh, I'll listen back. <laughs> <laughs> that means Luke's going to be like, oh, God, I got to edit. <laughs> so I guess uh, Joe and I ranted a little bit, but theoretically, you're about to hear Johnny bragging about winning again. Yeah, but Johnny's also hammered. Yeah, but don't listen to him. Yeah. Well, he only won, we decided, because because you lost. Yeah, he didn't win. I lost. Which is, I, I mean, if, right? again, again, it's fine. It happened. I, yeah. I've done it myself. I'll do it again. Like, it, it it happens. But, like, not the most impressive win if you're a first-time listener. Johnny didn't, like, nail it. He, and he, he's genuinely beat us before, but this wasn't one no, of No, you'll hear him in his recording. He's going to be like, I got those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
trust me. Like, yeah, you can tell by his degree of sloppiness. He... But as per the rules, he gets the last word. So yeah, no, that's no, how it works. Yeah, he 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 did win fair and square. I, I give right. him that for sure. So, uh, thank you for joining us for this. All right. Episode. So this is we got the politics off oh, our plate. I, Next I, episode, what are we doing? I, well, I would like to say first of all, on our Podbean site, we finally surpassed a thousand downloads. Thank you for downloading. Thank you very much, all uh, our fans, also all like our subscribers. Also, like a thousand views on YouTube too. We are like ten views away from a thousand views on YouTube. So if you haven't been to our YouTube channel yet, it's a link with a lot of letters and numbers, and we will link it in the description. And if you are our thousand, there's no way to guarantee YouTube that, view. There's no you way. You haven't let me finish. Luke. Okay. If you are our thousandth YouTube view. Congratulations. Oh, and do, thank you so much for supporting us. Do check out our YouTube channel if you don't know about it because uh, it's awesome. There's re the, the clips do, are way better than this shit. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. do post like uh, the full episodes there for people who only use YouTube, but we also yeah. like cut up these long episodes and like try to find like funny clips nuggets, and post yeah. them. Yeah. So, um Obviously, it's boring to listen to over two hours of us just talking. I I don't think anybody's. I mean, you have to be pretty point. desperate, right? You're probably like in your car, or maybe you're like walking on the yeah. beach or something. Yeah, you've done so much cocaine. Hopefully, you're not like jerking off while listening to us. Like, we don't want. Do that. Do you think there's like one person? I don't like, want that audience. So we we hit a thousand downloads. Do you think there's like at least one guy who's just like, you know, he's he's into probably you're not talking through but a black at least one person. At least one person was thinking about it as they were listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> you you are talking through a black onion condom. All right, uh, let's let's wrap this up. Yeah. Any last words? I don't know. I feel like you know we should. Re oh, I can't hit the Skype button. Oh, I was gonna say you I, look, you look like you're gonna I, hang up on me on person. I was anyway. I was gonna try to hang up on you, but I realized All I right, can't. Joe, I'm calling it. Wait, Ricky wants to say something. Okay, Ricky. Ruff, ruff, ruff. All right, thanks guys. Thanks for downloading. We'll Peace. see we'll see you next episode. <laughs> yeah, I just hung up. <laughs> Oh, I just got them. They uh, they thought I had a point to make. I was saying, if you disagree with someone, you should hit them. It's obvious implication. I disagree with that. You should uh, talk it out. You know, uh, come to resolution, become friends, and then go do something worthwhile like uh, watch fucking Star Wars or the fucking Godfather Part One and then Two. Just do it. Take a weekend. It'll take that long. Uh, have time to talk about the movies in between. Fucking amazing. And that I will not forgive. Such a good movie. Look at all those fucking dope lines. Read about how Brando's a fucking maniac during it. Um, or pick something else. It's, it's, it's the the idea of nerding out about stuff. So, uh, yeah, this was a, a, a pretty heavy episode. Not a lot of jokes. Uh, hopefully we didn't offend you. And if we did, we're sorry, but we're not going to do this often. We'll go back to commenting on things that, uh, not only are we just as uninformed on as politics, but that we, uh, find less inflammatory for you, the person, cause we don't mean to offend or upset you guys. Cause, uh, that's why we're out here. Anyways, thanks for coming out and, uh, peace bitches. Next episode's going to be dope. We're definitely going to have a beer episode coming up. This is the post uh, script. Uh, definitely going to have a beer episode coming up. Maybe a couple of standalone interviews. I'm working on with some people in the industry so we can uh, learn a little bit more about how craft beer happens and uh, what's happening in craft beer to do the lame wordplay. All right, guys.
who signing off. Have a great night. Bye.